listen to the Black Guy Who Tips podcast because Rod and Karen are hot. Since I'm in a position to talk to these kids and they listen, I ain't no politician, but I kick it with them a minute. Because, see, they call me a menace, but if the shoe fits, I wear it. But they don't, then y'all can swallow the truth and they bear it. Who's the king of these rude, ludicrous, lucrative lyrics? Who could inherit the title to put the youth in hysterics using this music to steer it, sharing his views and his marriage? But there's a huge interference. They saying you should inherit. Maybe it's hatred I spew. Maybe it's food for the spirit. Maybe it's beautiful music made for you to just cherish. But I'm debated, disputed, hated, and viewed in America as a motherfucking drug addict like you didn't experiment. Hey, welcome to the Blackout Tales Podcast. Your host, Rod and Karen. And we're in the house on a Saturday. Mm-hmm. Coming to you late. Mm-hmm. uh karen had a little sleepover with my sister-in-law yes i had a good time and uh we had to get a little bit of a later start than typical but uh i feel like it was worth it everybody's happy yes i'm very happy i had a blast all right so i'm like talk that's what i like to hear um and of course the feedback show is the show where you guys uh donate listen and leave voicemails that we listen to leave five-star reviews on itunes and stitcher that we read uh you guys also email us um leave comments on our website there's so much stuff we're going to do today and it's all because of you guys wouldn't be able to do it without you guys um also uh i guess we this will be the first time we remind you but we'll be reminding you uh about something we're doing brand new this year uh now for people that uh know the show or have been following for a while you know me and karen got married on labor day which was uh september 2nd um you know uh uh 2002 i believe Mm -hmm. so uh you know we are coming up on that anniversary again and we thought we could kind of like make this year a little bit different every year afterwards like we would like to have the black guy tips day right yes and so you know i don't think it has to be anything crazy but i just think that you know we have a store that, that you can buy stuff from uh where there's all this blackout tips paraphernalia we have mugs cups like shirts hats mm-hmm. jackets hoodies all kinds Good of stuff shit. Mm-hmm. so and a lot of people have bought that stuff and we would like september 2nd every year to be a day that we all kind of wear our shit out you know mm-hmm. like go out and you have your, your shirt on you uh you know if you want to um you know go and and uh, bring your mug to work and and drink some tbgwt coffee that day then i say you do that and uh you know we think that would be a pretty cool idea so uh this is our first reminder it'll be a month from now yeah september 2nd um it will be a blackout tips day yeah and on, on that day uh we want people to just sh- uh show and share their love about the show um, if you listen to the show and you got a coworker or a friend or a family member that you think will be interested in the show, that's the day you will be like, you know what? Today is the day that I will tell somebody about the show. I'll, uh, donate my account. I will tell people about the show, um, and hit other people up that you've heard on the show that you may not have gotten feedback. Like, Hey, I've heard about y'all through the black guy who tips, you know, because not only is it about us, it's about you and it's about people that have interacted with us. And I'm very, very excited about it. I'm very excited about people just joining. And, um, yesterday, as a matter of fact, um, 
people in the DMV met at Penn Station, mm-hmm. and they actually had a, a Blackout Who Tips meet and greet last night, and they had pictures. Uh, now, the, now you have to be a part of the uh, Facebook fe- group. Your Facebook group in order, you know, to see the pictures. Um, and people were excited, and they were talking to each other. A lot of them got to see each other for the first time, and Nick Jew was there, and Shirley Wong came later, and things like that, and. Um, uh andre uh joseph uh scheduled it so mm-hmm. and i know other people are talking about they want to do it in their area so you guys in the same area just get together schedule it you can plug it up in the calendar and let everybody know and it was just a beautiful um thing and you know they had a good time they were saying how people got to talk about how they found the show and stuff like that and it's uh we've created this uh community out of love and um, it's a, it means a lot, uh, to us, uh, that you guys are fans and I'm looking forward to it. And I think it's going to be very exciting. Yeah. I heard people was out there fucking. So, I mean, look, man, oh, Lord, I hope make not. Sure you, hope not. Why not? Why would you hope against that? What is wrong with you, woman? I mean, I hope you took it to the, to home or to the, mm. to the, um, I thought you meant like out, out in the open. I was like, no, uh, look. I, do what you do as a consenting adults okay guys so just I'll don't say. do nothing legal and go to jail that's all i'm asking look if they don't catch you is it really illegal think about it uh-huh. um but we did have people that took the time out to donate to the show um this week so we do want to give them some uh credit here i dedicate this song to recession depression and unemployment today's a new day that's right it is a new day to give us the money mm-hmm. <laughs> i almost wish i had a church so i could say shit like that make everybody walk out uh okay. we, we wouldn't stay open long it'd be today grand opening is a, grand closing today is a day the lord made for you to get me paid come on to the top uh-huh. terry w recurring donator thank you very much terry damien jackson i am for real recurring donator thank you very much damien jason f thank you very much jason uh jared j sarge recurring donator kara o brand new recurring donator thank you very much go have a seat in conrad's class yes that class getting kind of full that come right mm-hmm uh lamont in one time donation thank you very much lamont for visiting thank the congregation you. yes coming all the way from out of town uh alexander m recurring donator thank you very much yes you know our girl labella body care uh mm-hmm. as we know her adrian recurring donator mm-hmm. uh mary s who uh oh wait that's just a that's just a regular premium subscription my bad dog uh, but thank you anyway mary put him in the paper put him in the wrong mm-hmm. in the wrong folder yeah we'll see you at 227 eric ah! m thank you very much for recurring donation eric m bronco pride attitude check mm-hmm. uh latonia b recurring donator michael irvin the playmaker giving us some of that nfl veteran check mm-hmm. we'll take it waste bees by sura who i believe is a new donator yes thank you yeah, i don't think i've ever said i don't mm-hmm. think i've ever said that before right no okay. it's new to me all right so thank you very much if you guys need some waist beads you know where to go matthew r recurring donator thank you very much thank you matthew stefan h recurring donation yes mary h 
recurring donator thank you very much mm-hmm. man this cell uh or this cell i hope i got that right w recurring donator mm-hmm. mrs span of the span report a woodsy or aka wood recurring donator mitchell f recurring donator thank you very much Michelle. thank you early days of photography if you need somebody to take pictures of your big head kids go on to the back ah! marvin b yes marvin b uh music wait music movies books and such recurring donator thank you very much thank you i don't know if that's a store or a website or what mm-hmm. or if you just listed some things that they are into right i like music movies books and such right uh charlotte b recurring donator first time recurring donator go on welcome to the new members class thank you asia d yes asia d recurring donator justin j chriselle m candace h well i believe is new thank and that's you. everybody good god there's a lot of you guys thank you i guess show 1000 was was a doozy man you guys are like let me put something on it we appreciate you let me play me out kurt this is smiling when he look at that porn all right yeah. we, have, <laughs> we have five star reviews uh five star reviews on itunes let's go ahead and read those uh like i said oh always if you're not in the united states and i mean the united states okay includes canada and or mexico no exclude canada I mean, or mexico that's north america you talking about oh yeah, oh, yeah. Sorry. i'm talking about the united states only. the united states of america the 50 states right all right i know that the confederates tried to succeed but they were unsuccessful yes they was thank you president lincoln thank you uh ulysses s grant and most most importantly thank you to council sherman mm-hmm whoop that ass uh, love it uh, uh anyway uh make sure you guys uh <laughs> make sure you guys let us know what, what country you're from uh if you leave us a five-star review on itunes because we can't see all those countries unless you tell us then we can go out there and check okay all right yeah so if you look five star you like riding here and they read it that is why right i'm a big fan by ferdinand dcc wait by ferdinand cc of podcast about anyone who has poor balance regardless of race five stars and i think he's trying to say you know tips like when you tip over mm-hmm. like you have poor balance because you're tipping one way or the other thank you very much ferdinand dc ferdinand cc thank you come get you some laughs nothing's wrong if it's funny 
by usma mule every tbgwt podcast has fun segments and unique takes on the news they are laugh out loud funny on a regular basis where they really shine is when you are hurting over the latest killings or refusals of so-called allies to actually understand what is happening in the world rod is sharp and honest and emotional in all the right ways and when karen gets going her passion is inspiring i don't know anyone who can uh in one podcast give voice to all the righteous anger to help give me catharsis and then have me embarrassing myself belly laughing in public to give me relief doug durant thanks doug thank you uh and then uh my news and fun source five stars by yep that girl 89 if ron and karen aren't talking about it it ain't news (laughs) well we didn't really discuss cecil the line so i love the views i think i'm gonna talk about cecil tomorrow yeah mike brown to be down for that i love the views and the commentary ah! they are on point with their thoughts and they and they keep me updated uh <laughs> up to date with the regular cosby and gay news then they balance the seriousness with games i love the games and i love ball alert rod reads them so well with the embellishments and commentary are so funny do yourself a favor subscribe thank you very much yep that girl thank you and then we also got some stitcher reviews this week Woo-hoo! that is that is correct um seven days ago wb fritz said five stars great show always on point i recently started listening to tbgwt and it, it has quickly become one of my fa- one of the shows i look forward to every day ryder can bring a contagious injury uh, injury <laughs> a contagious energy and positive attitude to each show thank you so much love this podcast keep up the amazing work you all do thank you wb fritz thank you contagious injury that sounds like uh derrick rose uh biography oh oh dang uh oh oba one aka nigerian prince five stars preeminent podcast 50 characters are not enough to do justice in reviewing the brilliance quality and distinction of the podcast known as the black guy who tips rod and karen on a weekly basis masterfully navigate through diverse issues such as race civil rights love religion and comedy in a manner that not only enlightens the listener but also gives you interesting perspectives to ponder after the wrap of each episode keep crushing it guys p.s congratulations on 1000 episode milestone cheers to another thousand pps hashtag all podcast matters uh, hashtag not really hashtag black podcast matter hashtag tbgwt this textbook this text box is a lot this is way more than 50 characters <laughs> <laughs> they said 50 i think they meant at least 50 i think uh like you can't i don't think you can just say like good and then like i think it makes you say something more on Stitcher. <laughs> five stars gathering underscore underscore rain cloud because mediocrity will not cut it anymore I had to drop a line and let you know how much I loved episode 999. <laughs> it's ironic that that's Herman Cain's policy. Yeah. And that's the episode that so many people love. Uh, <laughs> I miss Herman Cain. 999 plan. Now that's a man I was ready to get behind. All right. Free pizza? Come on. I was down. I don't care if it is Little Caesars. 
uh bernie march way in the back thank you for letting these sanders supporters know that disregarding us will not get their candidate elected by stating that all victims of police brutality are suspects who are in need of a job basically ending his ending his presidential host with the black community all of these ca- uh, candidates post obama yet will all seem to like cardboard cutouts anyway none of them will measure up at least take our concerns seriously and as far as the ghostface action bronson feud lord ghostface dropped bars isn't that funny like the best diss of that week came from a dude that didn't even rap right he talked all the raps going back and forth and this dude just throwing on some old uh harold melvin and the blue notes and was like <clears throat> i got this <laughs> i got something i got to say you ain't a real nigga nigga yes <laughs> with teddy pendergrass singing back up greatness thank you Ryder karen for all that you do for us thank you for listening thank you um and uh yeah i'm i'm not saying bernie is done with the black community I, I know a lot of people are saying that karen's like i ain't voting for him i don't give a fuck Mm-mm. but um i like the things that he's doing now i think his fans are more of a hindrance than he is at this point you know so i you know personally i i don't think uh anything that i said or anything that was done or anything that those ladies said when they got up took that stage was out of line and if anything made him a better candidate it changed the entire face of the um of the current crop of candidates and their policies and the things that they are addressing and if anyone thinks that's bad you weren't okay with me being alive after the cops pulled me over as far as i'm concerned correct so i'm (laughs) i personally don't give zero i give zero fucks about what you think about me if you're upset that i'm like yo cops are killing black people like fucking hotcakes and something needs to be done about it and you're like why didn't you say it in a nice way a joke really you're gonna ruin his campaign like if that's what you took from all that then really that's on you that I, I could not explain myself any further all right i'm yeah. sorry can we try to say something no problem you've been very peaceful and, and diligent about that and if you and if that's your fan base then no like i like the whole situation was like i said was just a complete smack turn off like you didn't do anything in my mind to make your candidate look better. In fact, you made him look worse by, with your stupidity. Mm-hmm. Think about it. So I was like, nope, I'm good. Mm-hmm. All right. We had comments on the website, episode 1000, Twitterary Genius, which is a feedback show, which seems appropriate. Mm-hmm. And JK says, exactly, Rod, on the All Lives Matter bullshit. This is the same reason the Tea Party is racist. They say they are about constitutional rights, yet when black people's rights are violated, they are nowhere to be found. Right. So many, so many organizations are such bullshit. Mm-hmm. Also, not a coincidence, all these motherfucking organizations start in the South. Right. I'm saying, I'm saying y'all gotta watch the Civil War documentaries. It open your eyes. Um, it's on Netflix. Alright. No more asking me. And it's, it's also actually, on Amazon Prime. It's actually very, very Ken good. Burns. You guys can all Google it, okay? it's great i've seen bits and pieces it's of probably it. on youtube it might be i seen but watching bits and pieces of roger good oh my it's so educational what a tw says all stands will have their crazies doesn't mean we have to change our minds about the person though i ain't gonna lose faith in god because of the westboro baptist church also believes in god okay here's the thing one there's a perfectly acceptable reason to lose your faith in God, okay? I don't know what people have been telling you, but when two people be like, I believe in the same thing, but it's 
one of them is extremely crazy and they think they believe just in the same shit i would re-examine what what i'm looking at i don't think anything's wrong with that it's like if someone told me um i you know i believe that we should open the door for women when they come out you know coming coming out the store or whatever i'm like okay cool i can get behind that and then somebody else is like i believe we should open up the door for women then punch them in their face that's why i open the door i'm like hold ah, up we got a problem maybe this chivalry shit is kind of fucked up maybe right. i need to re-examine what i'm doing maybe we need to talk yeah there's nothing wrong with that it doesn't mean that you would lose your faith but Mm-mm. to to question it you know uh, that might be the beginning of your questioning right because westboro swear they about jesus uh yeah clear they do but they be up in there calling people fags and telling them to die and right protesting shit and just yeah your funeral and shit yeah soldiers ignorant yeah so anyway uh that's perfectly a good reason to question someone's candidate um because also um the fact that his um supporters were so racially not just blind not even just obtuse but aggressively obtuse Mm -hmm. harassing me right that 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 does make me not want to vote for your candidate and i and i don't maybe you just want to understand but it takes more it's like it's going to take more than you guys being like you don't get it fuck you who you gonna vote for the republicans to get my vote sorry yeah in fact in fact you fuck with me it's, I, I, I write my motherfucking name on there and keep on pushing yeah because nobody's doing that to you right like right. if you're pretty much straight white uh and especially if you're a male but if you're pretty much like hetero uh and in a, in a protected or privileged class in the, in america you, you don't really care about any of his social policies same thing mm-hmm. happened with um ron paul when he was running people oh i just like his fiscal policies i'm like yeah but he like he's so um he's such a market will correct itself person that he says shit like oh if a restaurant's being racist we shouldn't have to like pass a law against that i mean why can't the market correct itself and you know black people won't go there they'll realize that it's bad business and then they'll start serving black people and i'm like apparently you don't understand how racism works right they might make more money correct and they don't give a fuck about the handful of black people that's gonna stop coming yeah chick-fil-a you know like i've always said boycott culture and money doesn't necessarily mean somebody is right correct you know like there's moral parts to this shit too and i like a politician that has some good morals out there for his platform i don't like a politician that's just gonna skirt if that's the case i'll just hold my nose and vote for clinton so show me why your guy's better that's all i'm saying and uh he has been doing better so yeah i don't I don't know why you're mad at us and by the way that was karen that said she uh definitely wouldn't vote for him i sure did and i yeah. meant it nope so don't 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 put that on me uh and jk says i hope this isn't bernie spam from that person that said that other shit tanya w42 says a bit behind so a couple of comments on recent episodes on the fiaison love fiasco i was so saddened by his tweets on bill cosby my boyfriend worked on the crew of the movie the perfect holiday that he was in and he seemed like a good dude for years i said his name was my favorite sounding name in show business phase on love but not anymore that's that's getting the trademark karen nope (laughs) just just a side note though the best part of that movie was sadly cut charlie murphy played a hip-hop artist named jay jizzy really and his christmas song bend over it's christmas was which was in the script was and filmed but didn't make it to the movie shaking my head also when rod mentioned in the recent guest the race that the name rihanna rhiannon 
uh is very similar to rihanna it perked my ears up my current musical obsession charles hamilton has a song named rihanna from a mixtape supposedly about rihanna from several years ago and assembled the song rihanna link here if you're interested on youtube uh i guess i'll see if i can play some of this um depending on how long it takes to load um come on charles hamilton get your shit together man um all right in my room i can all right all right well that's not working i don't know what happened uh <laughs> apparently uh youtube is like mm-mm. youtube was like fuck your show and uh wow, your plans yeah no charles hamilton for you guys mm-hmm. today no um, maybe i should have tried to play it from um spotify um but i don't see it in there either all right well that, was, that didn't work uh all right <clears throat> but yes he says and though it features samples charles is a very talented musician i don't know of another hip-hop artist where their main instrument aside from voice of course is the piano sorry if this is a bit long you both rule and congratulations on reaching a thousand episodes thank you tanya oh four soldier i thought i told you says congrats on making a thousand shows rod and karen i found you guys three years ago and it has made work at my job but my boring job bearable i'm ready for 1000 more everybody keeps saying that and i mean i do hope we get a thousand more but mm-hmm. i just keep thinking about how much work getting to a thousand was <laughs> ah. like all right well let's get to a thousand more oh yeah it'd be 1005 <laughs> it'll be here we know it 1006 <laughs> <laughs> uh did bernie sanders fans make you less likely to vote for him was the poll and uh the results will shock you three percent said uh i don't vote anyway 17 percent said no it did not make them less likely to vote for him 80 percent of our audience said yes that shit matters i can't speak for nobody else but the way they attacked you, the way they attacked Elon, the way they attacked Imani, that fucking shit matters because that's your fan base. That um, matters to me. Yeah. Um, Real Fritz says, I was in Bernie's camp ever since he's annou- he announced. Then his fans came at Elon James. Then came the Netroot debacle. Then his fans came at the entire Black Lives Matter movement, a camp about which I am far more passionate than any politician. Now there are conspiracy theories all over the web, attempts to change the narrative on a very real movement with deep roots, a clear demand into something in, about horse race politics and political operatives. In other words, Sanders supporters saw black people demanding justice, demanding some recognition of the crisis that community is facing, and immediately sought to put themselves and their issues at the center of that conversation. Sorry, Bernie, Bernie but here's one more vote you'll have to actually work for this time around yeah uh a writer chick four says although i agree that a lot of bernie stands are idiots i will not be making my decision on his actions or that lack thereof so far he has not impressed me but his stands had nothing to do with that okay i mean i'm sorry i will be making my decision based on his actions and and nothing uh, yeah i don't blame you 
um end of the day that's probably what most people are gonna have to do but like i said it's just i don't know it's scary to think someone's supporters are that tone deaf and i'm supposed to be voting alongside them right right and also i think it's probably easier for people that maybe heard what happened and what i've been going through than it is for me who's actually gone through it you know where it's been over a week and still every day there's just somebody just deciding that today is the day to try my shit like every day so i might have a bit more of a um what what do you call like a bit more like uh animosity i guess at this point and maybe by the time i mean elections a long way away maybe by that time shit will die down people will leave me alone and i'll be able to really just like you know focus more on just the politicians and their stances and shit but right now it's just like they have rubbed me the wrong way so hard it's hard for me to fathom doing anything that would actually help them out right right why should i when you have shown me you don't give a fuck about me or my issues or my people's plight why would i vote for your candidate you know what though it's that's that's actually being too nice it's worse than not caring it's worse than that because you care enough to tell me to shut the fuck up right like that's one of the things like i'm not even saying that i would vote for hillary right now or endorsing her in any way i think she still has you know issues and shit but she does but people don't realize when they keep going what about hillary she didn't even show up i would rather you show up than insult me to my not show up than insult me to my face Correct. I, I would rather that i would or if you don't show up and i go fuck you i can't believe you didn't show up and a thousand people don't like harass me for a week that leaves a less bad taste in my mouth than being harassed for you know a week straight so yeah it, it does matter uh so anyway like i said i wish i wish to god that the fucking um bernie supporters didn't care because then it would just be like oh okay i said you know black fuck black lives matter we don't care about it we're not going to talk about it and we're just going to keep moving on talk about the economy and then i'd be like well fuck them i can't believe they don't care but that would be the end of it for me correct but i wouldn't be able to say you know oh and then they sent me 75 emails and fucking harassed my twitter account and then left comments on our website and you know all that shit anyway started conspiracy theories about me and shit well weird just weird shit man right a thousand and one episode thousand one hulk hogan is racist we're joined by jess wood of the ratchet high uh hatchet podcast uh we mixed our sauce with her sauce and we made a good goulash mm-hmm. uh wanga left a comment i got a mate who's a big Nas fan and gets annoyed when i say i prefer jay-z's takeover and that he won the battle because in the end jay signed Nas. to me if you go and work for the dude he won ha 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 i'll tell you this much wanga them Nas fans do not like hearing that kind of shit <laughs> okay Nas fans they like some of my boys are Nas fans some of my favorite people on earth are some big Nas fans and you cannot say nothing good about jay-z around them niggas and it's 2015 all right like you like i like um i think the other day i said something like damn nobody said that um rockefeller was representing um des bryant 
like that's major like he got that money mm-hmm. jay-z and them got that boy that money and, and 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 you know that's a black sports agent um team and shit and people you know were basically shitting on them when they first came and trying to make it seem like they would be unprofessional and fuck up these guys money right the only thing jay-z been doing is getting people in different sports paid out the ass yes, yes. and um nobody want to talk about it Mm-mm. so yeah i said something about that and then <laughs> I think it was Bob or Tom, one of the people from Firestarter said something about it on Twitter. I was like, come on, man. Like, this is not even about music. Just on some sports agency shit. Can, can, can we admit that this is pretty dope? And then like, you know, I think after a second, you know, he hit me back like, nah, it is, you know, it is good for him. Good, good, you know, good. And I think that's kind of like, that's how you know, in my opinion, that was the best rap beef ever. Cause like, it's, <laughs> it's 2015 and, it's like you got to take a second sometimes and pull back. And I'll admit that I'll do it all the time too with Nas. Like, I'll hear something and I'll just immediately think of something funny to say about Nas is bad. Then I'll just have to like pull back. Like, actually, I don't, you know, I, I really like that dude's music. I don't know why I'm shitting on him so hard other than they had that beef and it was just like wrestling. It was just the best beef of all time. They might be cool as fuck right now. I don't know. Correct. You know, <laughs> but it's just, it's just funny because uh, it was just a fun ass beef you know i don't think meat mill and drake's gonna rise to that level but Mm-mm. it was a that yeah, was a fun beef though. yeah that's might be the greatest beef of all time in hip-hop man I, I really can't think of another one uh eve says a few thoughts here i'm not the least bit surprised by hulk hogan's rant though i grew up a wrestling fan i can see how problematic the wwe has been over years it was mired in racial stereotypes like the Iron Sheik, Kamala, the Ugandan giant, the Godfather, who was literally a guy in a pimp suit, and Virgil the Butler, to name a few. Unfortunately, we don't think about these things when we're kids. I actually went to a meet and greet with a friend of mine for wrestlers, and I met a very well-known wrestler who kept referring to me as sexual chocolate and saying to me that he has a sweet tooth. Oh, Lord. I won't name names because it's really irrelevant. N- no, it's not. You should have named that name i want to know mm-hmm. it would have been dead. see you know i know who it wasn't the rock true yeah you definitely wouldn't have been writing it if it was about dwayne the rock johnson you probably would have left that sentence out yeah but i had sex with a wrestler and i didn't tell nobody mm-hmm. but uh write a groupie tale yeah it's probably like roddy 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 piper or something or yeah. one of the dead ones anyway i won't name names because it's really irrelevant the fact that he thought it was okay to say to my face i can only imagine that he what he say behind my back that's the culture of that wrestler and hulk hogan grew up in a culture rooted deep in racism uh yeah i I mean i guess that's american culture as well i mean you really can't be surprised by any of that shit although i still i still contend that it's okay to be surprised you know i mean you're not surprised that's cool but i'll be seeing people like when someone's like man hulk hogan was my hero when i was a kid can't believe that dude's racist and then assholes jump right into their facebook mentions and twitter and shit like really you surprised like damn can can black people be surprised ever right is that okay can we ever have any expectations of something good ever like you know without that shit being policed out of us too it's okay to be hurt by that shit man like right 
that was a lot of people's dog growing up man yeah, like it was and it was at an age when you weren't thinking about shit like that for most of us Correct. so even like as you grow up and you get more cynical it, you can still be hurt by shit and we shouldn't take away our ability to be hurt because there's a lot of power in that too you know so i don't think you know i think we're human just like anybody else and mm-hmm. while i don't begrudge you for not being surprised i definitely just hope that it doesn't bleed over to people being like why is anyone surprised because you can work at a racist place and not be racist yes you can it happens all the time actually for Mm. real most of us probably work at business places (laughs) like this let's just keep that real if you talk to the owner the ceo or the investment group somebody is racist if you look at how much everyone's getting paid all right come on now just say a lot of people work in some racist places Places, correct but you ain't quitting your job (laughs) right but you would be surprised but you don't but you feel like you don't bring that racism home with you correct now obviously wwe is way more pronounced but i'm just saying they can make an argument for oh they're just playing characters blah 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 but when they come home blah 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 the thing that's the most shocking to me i guess is the amount of people that are willing to say he's not racist right after he said he is racist twice <laughs> he said it that that's the part that that like the shocking part is just that it's because at this point it's just like like you know how like every time some shit happens you build up a little bit more like okay the line is up here now mm-hmm. this is a line mover for me because this got to be the first person the first time i ever heard somebody say they're racist and people go no they're not like i've seen a lot of shit i've seen people be like oh he calls someone a nigger but that doesn't make him racist this is above that mm-hmm. he said niggers and then said i am racist and people are like dude he's not racist come on <laughs> i'm like what what he said it he, uh he's Hulk Hogan. come on man be honest uh she also goes on as for the drake diss i didn't think it was that bad sure it was something that you'd probably hear a spoken word recital but it wasn't completely garbage yeah. listen you know what actually i don't even have to defend this this was the sunday episode so you heard what i wanted to hear when that back to back came out so back to back yeah you should have replied yes. to yes should have replied to your own comment and apologized to me i thought the ko was drake donating money to meek mills old high school that was hilarious so glad 50 has to pay an extra two mil he's a misogynist ain't shit mofo screw him yeah yep so is most of rap i guess that's true too a little depressing uh Mm -hmm. the poll was was drake's diss to meek mill good yes it was dope no it was weak or all right so here's your here's your votes uh Ah! yes it was dope 13 percent no it was weak 14 percent so most of the people thought it was weak and then 73 percent of people thought uh all right here's the comments i'm just saying says i have never been a drake stand but i respected him because i knew he was a good lyricist hearing that drake has a ghostwriter then then hearing the reference tape released by funk flex was is horrible what reference tape are y'all talking about y'all really did listen to that funk flex shit man i I didn't he didn't get my two hours of my life oh, fuck that ain't that the truth someone sent me the cliff notes ain't that the truth i don't even know what a reference tape is right drake is one of the biggest rappers out right now 
the hitter he doesn't write his own raps is devastating to the game and is a testament to how hip-hop isn't what it used to be drake stands are in denial or they excuse it and say that everyone gets reference tapes like beyonce and rihanna it isn't the same rihanna isn't claiming to be the greatest rapper or that her pen game is tight if you are comparing drake to rihanna in his uses of reference tapes then you have to admit that drake isn't a hip-hop star he is a pop act this is what pop artists do i could understand why meat mill would be so upset hip-hop has always been competitive first of all he wasn't upset about being competitive or he was upset he didn't get a retweet y'all, y'all gotta stop trying to twist that into some right. having some higher moral but, authority on this right his petty was on fleek and he just bit off more than he could chew mm-hmm. it has to be about who is the best meek mill realized that he wasn't going against one person he was going against a team of writers it is an unfair advantage oh nigga you sound like a meek mill stan you started on some like oh, i don't really like drake i mean drake's okay to meek mill is jesus and he trying to take ah, down he walked devil. on that there water all right drake is the toronto devil and he need to go down yeah uh that being said i don't think drake has had a ghostwriter the entire time that this track sounds like drake drake 2008 i.e it sounds like he was reading it off his blackberry but all the stuff that drake has released in the past few years zero to 110 bands energy know yourself etc all sound like quentin miller i don't know who that is don't mm, care me either shanna says i had to vote z's because i actually fell asleep the first time i listened to this diss track writer chick four says i heard the song didn't know it was a diss until i was told that it was i still don't i still don't get it so lamb talking y'all's words so i'm so i'm taking y'all's word on this one cavadonna the song that song didn't make me think of hardcore gangster it made me think of old thai woman working on my cast with sending oil since 2000 so 2015 i'm trying to tell you working them kinks out claudia says that drake did sounded like the music they would play at an experimental art exhibit in brooklyn where some woman ah! is some woman is rolling in paint on the floor <laughs> yeah i just yeah i I, I i was not a fan. <laughs> paying on the floor. i'm sorry man that that was that was just not good i i went over it again yesterday with um justin oh that's right because justin be out the loop a lot of times yeah so i went through all the diss tracks oh i know y'all had a good time i played the safari diss track for him uh, uh this is all pre-show stuff so i'll try to see if i can make it a, a podcast but you guys might enjoy that in case you missed it um episode 1002 is not because cosby is black uh where we talked about um bobby schmurter bobby christina Birdman, uh a bunch of stuff dr oz mm-hmm. uh so uh and of course bill cosby in that cover of new york magazine which had 35 of the 40 something women he's been accused of sexually assaulting mm-hmm. plus an empty chair Bragum, uh hope i pronounced that right but it's brag gm y'all you all got me when you said the pope couldn't handle looking at those titties yeah. I, I had a lot of other deep shit explaining how i've been enlightened on finding your show and my joy is discovering young black folks that are engaged and have taken the social media to spread their feelings not to mention that your efforts have brought fruit with many others replying and giving testimony to the appreciation of your show but i w- made a wrong keystroke and all that shit went into the cloud never to be seen again my <laughs> i do hate when that happens you hit back or something you're like no 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 no. Oh, they'll never get it 
i'm old school can't express myself in under 140 characters and really ain't into the hip-hop scene that means a lot of stuff goes over my head nonetheless i get a big kid kick out of you too and can't wait to hear the next show keep on doing it we shall brag to you oh you're welcome well i'm here for you because i'm the one that asks the questions for people like you that don't know what the fuck going on most of the time mm-hmm Leroy Jeremy says, Hello, Brother Rod and Sister Karen. Greetings to my fellow descendants of the great kingdom of Egypt. I noticed uh, ah! I noticed you focus you you focused on the rape, in quotes, accusations against William Cosby, a great black man who the white power structure is so afraid of that they will put this slow burning fifty year activating conspiracy to bring him down. Uh-huh. you my brother and sister have fallen victim to the media manipulation that focuses on these bogus charges making us neglect issues that directly affect our community like the death of the sun oh in 1.2 billion years from now the sun will grow brighter because of the depletion of the hydrogen fuel at its core this will result in increased radiation causing the earth un- to be uninhabitable so in 1.2 year billion years life as we know it will cease to exist but y'all focusing on cosby ah but i'm sleep though hotel nigga number one grand pharaoh of sons of the hotel ah that sound about right thank you leroy jeremy uh even he says i can know i cannot stand lena dunham honestly no other reason because of how her dry ass show gets touted and how white feminists say how great it is that show is boring and it sucks it doesn't even have the rating to back it up in the meantime really talented people like Issa ray had to fight to get their projects made she also comes off as super pretentious white feminists will stand for her like uh her for, for people like her who bear their body but when rihanna and beyonce uh twerk they should be ashamed get the fuck out of here with that bullshit right i agree on pretty much all that shit um yeah i watched her show for the first two seasons yeah, and i yeah. couldn't finish it yeah that was uh, what and roger don't tap out of anything y'all but he tapped the fuck out of that one yeah it, but see i wanted to finish it but for some reason hbo on demand refused to put the last episode on demand but it had every other episode from the season already up there so i was just like after a couple times of trying i was just like i didn't even really care that much why well, all right so anyway on the bigger and better things i can't stand taylor swift either i haven't liked her since kanye interrupted her on the stage she wore that cape of victimhood so well and the fact that she made nikki's comment about her just tells you what she thought of nikki's issue can't stand her can't stand her crappy music her voice her rap face and her mama for giving birth to her call me petty jackson jesus christ i hate you i hate your mama i hate everything about you i wish you were never born i know what is wrong with you <laughs> um you know what's funny though is um he um that like taylor she lied when she said taylor swift ain't got no good music though that, that was just that was pure pettiness because shake it off a uh, classic i like shake it off yeah so you know I, taylor I mean, swift had to grow on me too she, i, I, I was, still don't think she could sing but taylor swift had to grow on me yeah i was with her on a lot of the other stuff but uh you know once she hit that crappy music part man you better get the hell out of here i would like to thank god almighty for giving everybody so much and me so little 
I hate you. I hate you. I don't even know you, and I hate your guts. I hope all the bad things in life happen to you and nobody else but you. So we had a poll. Just for you, honey, because yeah, that that hate was strong. Do you trust the results of the perfect penis poll? Yes, it seemed reliable. No, it seemed pretty fishy. We had a much longer discussion about this than I thought we would ever have when I came up with it. Hashtag all penises matter. Seventy three percent of people think it is fishy, Karen. Twenty seven percent thought it seemed reliable. Chris Ron said the problem with these type of articles is that they dissect the scientific study to their liking. The scientific study says absolutely nothing about a perfect penis. There was never a perfect penis poll. The whole goal of the study was to determine how did women gauge surgically repair penises. They basically used 20 men's penises, 10 normal, 10 surgically repaired, and had women rate the importance of different aspects of a penis. That makes the study work. What makes the study work is the fact that the women thought that all the penises were surgically repaired. The ratings would, the ratings were to test whether or not the woman noticed the difference. The first statement of the, of the author's discussion segment is that the present research showed that there is no single penile aspect that is essential for the evaluation of penile appearance. Women have just taken one table and ran with it. I mean, people have just taken one table and ran with it. The scientific study is on point. It's the people writing these articles that are fucking up. It's a good point. Cabadonna says, I'm with Prince LeBron about the scientific method and the misleading phrasing of that article. It's about the reconstructive surgery and overall aesthetics. It's only, it only has cursory relation to the beauty of the average man's party bits. And only in this space can assist straight male talk about a man's party bits and not get strange looks oh i'm kind of surprised that no women wrote in i guess they they didn't care uh maybe the poll was wrong women don't care about penises at all (laughs) not a single comment uh episode 1003 planet earth uh where we talked about uh talked about talib bomani twitter disagreement Mm mm-hmm Meek Mill not dissing Drake. Safari dissing Meek and Nikki. And a bunch of other stuff. Uh, the poll, I mean, wait, the comments were Prince Leron. Back in the day, I used to hate Rosie O'Donnell. I used to see short videos of her on The View. Thought she was over the top. My whole opinion changed when I fucked around and watched the episode and saw how stupid Barbara Walters and Elizabeth Hasselback be acting. I realized that a progressive leaning person wouldn't last on that show for long. I don't think Rosie Perez has even been there that long, and she's ready to go. Right. She had, I, if she'd been there, if a year, maybe a year and a half max, I know it ain't been two, and she's like, nope, y'all bitches are dumb. Who would want to sit there and argue with idiots like Whoopi and Raven? Lastly, has Whoopi's voice always sounded like that? That shit new to me. I know, right? I don't know when she start, stop talking like a regular person and start talking like this. Like, ugh. It's like one of the sisters from The Simpsons. Let me tell you why it's not not racist, Karen. Let me tell you why. Marge, you need to stop dating that loser. Uh, Joe Spacely says, this is why this podcast is so cool. During the segment on Talib and Bomani, Rod mentions that Mr. Jones will be calling in to discuss this. He didn't call in, but in the meantime, something is mentioned about how Hot 97 was supposed to get a call from, I think, Meek Mill, which also never happened. (laughs) <laughs> did i put two and two together at that moment nope did rod say anything to call this into focus if he did i missed it it wasn't until I was listening to the evening jones that everything was made clear 
it was like the end of the usual suspects hopefully that's not a spoiler a bonus joke if you will either that or i wasn't paying close enough attention either way bravo no uh, you you got it uh, <laughs> <laughs> if i was right here like bo bo bo's a call i ain't saying that but i was like oh, okay yeah um i should have dropped some bombs when i said it i guess for people to get the joke but uh joe was the only person i saw that got the joke so good on you joe eve says fuck Whoopi and raven that is all ah short and sweet eve eve is she is uh petty on fleek this week yes and then she left another comment uh <laughs> i feel like i should elaborate on my last comment so i guess that wasn't all in regards to elizabeth hasselbeck asking if sandra bland could have used her cigarette as a weapon of course she got some backlash for saying that ridiculous mess but of course Whoopi and raven was there standing for her Whoopi has designated herself as the queen of what is and what is not racist raven had the nerve to say people are way too sensitive but i recall a few weeks ago she got into a heated debate with candace cameron Brewer uh for defending the bakery who wouldn't take who wouldn't bake a cake for the gay wedding she even went as far as to tell candace she didn't want to associate with her she was all in her feelings of course the bakery that bakery was dead ass wrong but it was an issue that mattered to her and i just don't appreciate her trying to belittle an issue that matters to so many people like our right to live so again i say fuck raven and whoopee i hope the view is canceled soon so we don't have to deal with their ridiculous asses anymore right i don't i still don't comprehend how the fuck that show still on it's still on the air it is crazy and it was was what i haven't heard the clip i think i probably saved it of them defending elizabeth hasselback but um yeah raven has openly said like i'm not african-american i don't identify as that um and you know i was like well i mean a lot of people say they just identify as black and i ain't from africa and all this shit uh which i can relate to but then i think she was just trying to say it on that new black shit well i'm just not black you know like i was hoping that's not what she meant because uh she used to be bae but apparently that's what she meant because mm-hmm. anytime a race topic comes up it's always like, how nope, black nope, people nope, are being nope. wrong and oversensitive and she you know and everybody needs to chill out but then if it comes to sexuality she's tripping on caitlin jenner for going in too fast and you know not having the activist credentials that she has in order to talk about these topics right uh or learning from the activists that she's learned from or whatever just yeah yeah obviously issues of of gender norms and uh sexuality she's just ready to go in on and then race shit she's just like black people need to be quiet uh who was a better rapper on planet earth big boy or talia kwali this was (laughs) this was gonna be a doozy hopefully talia doesn't listen to this and if i see any of you guys at him on twitter with me in it i will block you just letting you know now uh 72 percent of people said big boy and 28 said tyler quality 28 percent so big boy wins this one on our, in our in our not our polls in our polls which i think you know we have a pretty diverse hip-hop audience of black people so you know hopefully he won't get upset terrell shorter says i noticed the lack of comments from people justify voting for talib where is your planet earth based proof on why he is your choice ah. what group what group of bars from present uh past to present we have uh he have to put together that show skill over big boy yeah I, i'm not gonna lie guys if, if i had to vote in this poll which i didn't um i probably would go with talib i like me some talib quality man um you know bit of a conscious rapper um 
and uh i like big boy but i mostly like big boy when he's with dre um like big boy solo shit i fucks with it a little bit but i i've listened to just as much tyler quali's solo stuff that i shit no i've listened to more tyler quali solo stuff because he only got black star uh so yeah man i don't i don't know be mad if you want to but uh talib just shouldn't have took that shit that personal man like that's part of having a public profile of public life is mm-hmm. niggas are going to have opinions on what you do because you do it in the public the same way that bo said shit on his sports show and niggas i know people i fuck with and friends i'll see them like clowning him or some shit and i'm just like yeah you gotta let that slide you know even if you follow that person which bo doesn't follow talib and or whatnot i don't know i guess talib was just searching his name but correct you know like even if you follow that person sometimes you gotta let it slide because like they have the right to have an opinion about what you do and it's really not shit you can say about it to most people and or if you do say something and and you you do it on some confrontational shit you gotta roll with the punches too because people not everybody's gonna see that from your point of view you know what i mean like some people are just gonna look at that and be like nah fuck that you know so anyway i'm glad i'm, I'm glad it's over with it i think who knows talib was going in he, yeah. he might have tweeted some more i don't know right anyway um the poll was uh episode oh wait then we had episode 1004 mm-hmm. back to back uh where we did have some comments we got four comments on this one um we had uh b touch who wrote man this is long sorry for the following rant but tyrese out here trying to jug people jug people um jug j-u-u-g uh basically like trick people okay according to billboard his single shame is a number one hit not on the main r&b chart but on the adult r&b chart this is for the current week issue dated august 7 2015 which is a big difference digital stream sales and radio play for mainstream r&b and hip-hop outlets billboard also tracks them separately but the main hot r&b hip-hop songs chart is the successor of the black radio chart billboard has published since the 1940s has a song at number 32 below two songs each by the weekend and fetty wop that jadina record rihanna's bitch better have my money and more so essentially the old black folk stations are playing it the young black folk stations sort of kind of ain't there are a lot of factors to unpack here before one gets to race this is one of the first records tyrese has tried to push in a while he's not spring chicken like most of his male r&b competition and the song itself has a throwback bobby womack ass feel that restricts it in certain in some ways to a certain audience while there are indeed issues where white pop singers can get away with making R&B-ish records that perform better than black R&B records, if Robin Thicke, Justin Timberlake, or even Sam Smith, who is the only one likely to have a hit with such a song, is too slow for Justin and Robin's made dozens uh, of such records that didn't land with pop audiences, uh, has record had recorded Shame, it would still have been tinkered with to give it a brighter pop appealing sound something closer to a motown feel because that's what their audiences are familiar with who the heck who the heck is bobby womack that's a there's a significant difference between sounds of the types of r&b influenced pop records that end up on the top 40 stations and shame which isn't that far from the type of material gerald Levert, cam and their ilk made 
um and cam continues to make and for the adult r&b audiences for quite some time by comparison the weekend's two songs in the top 10 of the r&b chart both upbeat modern r&b records with a pop feel maybe more of a throwback 80s thing going on than the throwback 70s are also in the top 20 on the top of the hot 100 pop chart as well meaning white stations are indeed playing them there's also the issue as karen points out on the show of the vertical integration of the corporate control of the radio and music industries tyrese put this project out on his own label albeit via distribution through universal music and he probably does not have the pull or force to make pop radio stations take his record the way rca would have had 17 years ago when it was time to push his first few singles hence why he turned to directly calling out ryan seacrest elvis duran and the top 40 radio general and then he put a, a addendum on this this is not to say however that race plays no part in what records end up wearing why but in this particular case a significant number of other factors are in play as well before you can place tyrese's record on the level playing field with white artist records and then analyze slash call out any bias thanks be touch i learned a lot there and uh yeah i, I can definitely see that too because uh when i heard the record that's why i wanted to play it on the show i was just like this don't sound like what they play even for robin thick or right whatever you know it just didn't have that feel even sam smith shit isn't like that you know what i mean it's just very throwback like like you said i can imagine like old school r&b type people older black people being like this my jam Mm -hmm. but i can't imagine the kind of kids that listen to drake weekend and fucking jadina Mm -hmm. and all this shit being like Mm -hmm. turn up that tyrese new joe spacey says i've got to second what b touch says what well, b touch said a lot and i feel like you should have just said cosign or not ah! all right well let's see what he's doing tyrese is doing way too much trying to get media attention for what is a well-tried complaint about the music industry there would be no need for unsung if songs like shane were successful yes there are black artists in the top 40 but ever since michael jackson it is known that you have to take some of the baritone out of your voice and lighten up the overall package in order to succeed in the mainstream market okay well just knowing that doesn't really mean that that the market isn't racist though that kind of proves what tyrese was saying right right the same way that black people come between come between butter pecan and blackberry molasses we are also used to hearing a variety of song types outside the occasional outliers say barry white dare i say CeeLo green mainstream artists can't really deal with songs beyond say usher historically the record industry takes that tyrese song strips it down a few layers has nick lachey do it and cranks out a hit uh it is unfair it's unfair tyrese but don't act like you are shocked yo i don't know if he's shocked he's angry right yeah y'all yeah. gotta stop saying that right he feels and he feels like his race matters like yeah. his race matters in the plays and all that shit yeah and i don't i don't know why when are black people supposed to give up being upset about racism is that a thing that y'all are waiting for because i'm not ever gonna give up being upset about it to the day i die yeah if it ain't the general unfairness of self, something is something to be angry about something to be shocked at uh you know so like not that he was shocked but him being like yo play my shit i know y'all racist is not to me some crazy thing you know and even if it has no impact him saying it might have some impact who knows but um you know and like i said uh, b touch said he's probably not the best case study correct but but just saying what well, the industry being racist is not really 
uh going against it's not a rebuttal to tyrese if, if that's what you're thinking uh your song is getting exactly what that song always gets take your voice up a few octaves thing sing that stop singing from your diaphragm take advantage of that fast and furious connection and sell out for them hits do that collaboration with one direction or with ariana grande or macklemore watch these is macklemore still a thing is he is he coming out with music mm. i feel like that was just one year that that was a thing uh watch those dollars roll in but stop acting like your wannabe teddy pendergrass sound was gonna get you any further than it got teddy so that's what it comes down to you just mad about teddy pendergrass ah! joe spacely petty tendergrass mm-hmm. uh a petty tender ass because you butt hurt boy i'm sorry that you your hero didn't make it to the white man's jam stations i'm sorry oh, lord but that doesn't mean tyrese don't have a point i like teddy p too uh amani says i'm uh i'm tired of all this shark slander on the news ah if a delicious popeyes three-piece rolls through my living room you're damn right i'm gonna gobble that shit up well guess what dummies the ocean is where the sharks live i know folks are used to gentrification but you're not going to columbus the fucking ocean and for ah! all and for all the new listeners that came aboard last week or so i know we call Ryder karen king and queen and you might get confused that's a black podcaster not black people yeah i don't even think i'm king of black podcasting either though they can't snap their fingers and seeing an army of negritude down to support your liberal cause <gasps> they are not t'challa and storm <laughs> but, but you <laughs> but you still better keep their names out of your mouth thanks Armani. thank you and uh to be honest um they have somebody did try to stick me onto the the races yesterday it was ridiculous what yeah i'll i'll, I'll we'll get to the emails was okay. drake's second this song to meet mill good yes much better than the first no or yes but not as good as the first zero percent of you guys said yes but not as good as the first so everybody that told me how good that first disc was and that's what we should expect and that's just what rap beef is now y'all owe me an apology okay i told y'all that shit was weak i you got have some to, no no nope nope no nope back to back is way better it's not even close oh i like back to back it's already on spotify that's oh, how shit. good back to back back to back yes yeah. it's already on spotify i was listen to it before the show started oh man oh man oh man not again yeah i learned the game from william wesley you, you can, can never, never check me back to back for the that didn't get the message back to back like i'm on the cover of lethal weapon back to back like i'm jordan 96 97 oh very important and very pretentious when i look back i might be mad that i gave this attention yeah but it's weighing heavy on my conscience yeah if you left the point no options i want to see my go insane you gonna make me step out of my brain you gonna make me buy bottles for charlemagne you gonna make me go out of my way i Ooh. waited four days where y'all left i drove here in the rave playing i'm not sure what it was oh wait hold up hold up they got the explicit version okay cool all right that was the non-cursive version oh man there we go oh man oh man not again yeah i learned the game from william wesley you can never check me back to back for the niggas that didn't get the message 
Back to back like I'm on the cover of Lethal Weapon. Back to back like I'm Jordan 96, 97. Whoa, very important and very pretentious. When I look back, I might be mad that I gave his attention. Yeah, but it's way heavy on my conscience. Yeah, and fuck you left the boy no options. I wanna see my niggas go insane. You gon' make me step out of my fucking fame. You gon' make me buy bottles for Charlemagne. You gon' make me go out of my fucking way. I waited four days, nigga. Where y'all at? I drove here in the rave playing ARM. I'm not sure what it was that really made y'all mad, but I guess this is what I gotta do to make y'all rap. I mean, whoa. Can't fool the city, man. They know what's up. Second floor, Tussie's getting shoulder rubs. This for y'all to think that I don't write enough. They just mad cause I got the mighty touch. You love it and you gotta get a world for. Is that a world tour? Or your girl tour? I know that you gotta be a thug for. This ain't what she meant when she told you to open up more. Yeah, trigger fingers turn to Twitter fingers. Yeah, you getting bodied by a singing nigga. I'm not the type of niggas that are type of niggas. And shout out to my boss bitches, wife and niggas. Make sure you hit him with the prenup. Then tell that man to ease up. I did another one, I did another one. You still ain't did shit about the other one. Got the drink, get me going back to back. Yeah, going back to back. I got the drink, get me going back to back. Yeah, I'm going back to back. I don't wanna hear about this ever again. Not even when she tell them that they better as friends. Now even when you saying Drizzy, tell them again. I've been putting on the show, it was a sellout event. Oh, Junie better see it. I didn't want to do it, gave me every reason. The point I'm trying to make is I don't never need them. See what you do for fame or what you do for freedom, please. please. Check them for a while or a earpiece, please. please. Please do not let these niggas nail me, please. Stay before you come for the great one, please. please. Who's a real nigga and who ain't one, please. Somebody stop me. I'm talking bossy and Guan and Wasi. I got the fetch in five days and it's my shit. Soon as a nigga hit the stage, they gon' they gon' have to fucking play the shit back to back. Yeah, they want it back to back. They gon' have to fucking play the shit back to back. I took a break from fuse, now it's back to that nigga. Come on, man. Oh, you know, uh, so much better. Uh, one of those bottles that Drake shit sent to Charlemagne. Uh, he sent to Crystal from the reed and her and kid free drunk it on the air for this week's show <laughs> <laughs> oh shit that's hilarious that and it was telling drake thank you <laughs> yeah, man. for the bottle that shit that shit way better man sorry you gotta stop uh gotta stop uh they got charged up on here too i can't i'm not even gonna make it through the whole song See, that's enough. That's enough right there. Oh yeah, oh yeah. They done, they done turned the lights down. They done um, lighted the scented candles. Mm-hmm. Last dance, you know what I mean? It's the last dance, guys. Get your lady and slow dance with her to charged up. All right, um, we got some voicemails. Let's play those. I wonder, did I play these last week? Let me see if I played this one last week. I know we had a problem with some of them. Yeah, some of them wouldn't play, right? Mm-hmm all right well it is taking a sweet ass time again i'll tell you that much uh maybe i'll read emails as i try to wait for these voicemails to play maybe that okay shut it down uh let me get on a second let me try playing a different one 
See, so yeah, maybe it was just that one. Hey, what's up, Rod and Karen? This is uh, B. Cole from Minnesota. Um, I just finally finished episode 1000. Um, so, yeah, I'm just calling because uh, you guys have been real dope. You guys have been, you know, spitting the truth for, as far as I'm concerned, years. Um, you know, I've been uh, listening since probably, what, episode 120, 125, something like that. So I've been here for a while. I've uh, been on a couple of y'all shows and yeah, been on Balls Deep. So you guys keep putting out quality product. Uh, I'm not premium right now because I have a couple of things I have to take care of, but I'll be right back. Um, you know, you guys are awesome and happy 1000. Peace. Thank you, B-Cole. Thank you, sweetie. Um, B-Cole's been on several Balls Deep with me and Justin, by the way, too. Mm-hmm. So uh but uh yeah i we appreciate you man we and do you guys been around a long time man i remember still being in the twelve chat room mess with be cold uh all right next uh what's up yeah you're right karen what's up how's everybody doing this is uh sky jam out of jersey uh yeah man I, i've been waiting for uh i've been waiting for you to bring up uh the topic of the uh you know street harassment cat calling or whatever episode thousand and three Planet Earth, you know, I've been wait, I've been kind of waiting for you to bring this up because I don't like to leave messages or make comments uh, off show topics because I see you get really irritated at people. But um, so I've been saving this one, man. So um, you know, what I'm saying like I, I, uh, I wrote a comment a while back about having a driver, and you was like, "Oh, a dude must be rich." Now I ain't rich. My license is suspended, dog, and I got to walk these streets to get to work. So. Um, I get off at night, man, and I, I have to walk about a mile back to my crib. And <clears throat> I finally understand what it's like to feel, I think so, correct me if I'm wrong, but I think I know what it's like to feel like a woman having to walk down these streets worried about who's going to jump out of the bushes or say something or whatever because, you know, my, my neighborhood is, is okay, but, yeah, they will rob a nigga in, in my neighborhood. And when I'm walking home at night, I feel like food. I'm like every car to drive by, every noise in the bushes, you know, whatever. I'm like, yo, I'm on, I'm on alert. You know what I'm saying? And I'm thinking to myself, oh, this is what it's like. You know what I'm saying? Um, you know, I'm, I've been guilty of doing a cat call thing in my younger years, you know, and then I've, I've since matured, you know, you know, I, I won't act like I'm a saint or nothing, but I, I don't, I don't do it, you know, out of respect and how ignorant it looks and sounds or whatever. And, and um, you know, when I'm around my friends that do it or whatever, I feel very self-conscious when they're doing it. Sometimes I'll be like, you know, ever since that cat call video came out, I went to New York like the week after, and my boy was doing it from high school. And I was like, yo, cut that out, man. And you see the video, man, that's disrespectful, man. And and the look on the lady's face was like, oh, thank you, man. I You know, I appreciate you kind of saying something to your friend to put him in check, you know, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? So... So, you know, correct me if I'm wrong, you know, I don't know if that's a direct comparison, but I know I felt very vulnerable, and I can only imagine that it feels a hundred times worse, you know, to to be a female. But I, I felt like, you know, every, you know, like if I'm, I was walking home at night and then somebody walked by, walked by me, I'm on tense. Like, yo, they're going to say something, what they're going to say, they're going to swing, you know, they're going to try to rob me, you know, whatever. So anyway, that's my contribution to the show for the day. Keep it up, and uh, yes, I'm still advocating for the vacation fund, so 
all black guys tip nation man send out that donation for the vacation fund i would really really love to see Grod and karen take a week off even though i'm going to be like missing my crack while y'all gone <laughs> i want to see y'all you know go somewhere nice and relax and rest up and get drunk and whatever y'all do all right peace peace and yes it is i mean it, it says it says one of those things but for for women it's like that all the time anytime you step outside of your house you immediately have to go into survival mode like literally when you shut your door and lock it survival mode kicks on until you come back home yeah i would i would actually say um no it's still not because uh, a lot of times with men uh we still feel like we could physically fight somebody or be aggressive or like there's still certain people that would be intimidated coming up to you Mm -hmm. not to mention there's no fear pretty much that i'm gonna get raped by a robber come on now at all um like to the point where i remember a long time ago we did an episode where uh it was a long time ago where a dude was with his girlfriend and got robbed and the dude got raped and the girl didn't and i think justin was on that show and we were laughing at the absurdity of it because we were like it's the last thing any man would be prepared for in that situation Correct. is a dude pulls out his dick and is like all right now turn around because you're gonna be like oh i gotta fight for my girl's honor it's like no 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 not you, not her you you know what i mean like mm-hmm. that like that is how absurd that is in our society that the male brain is not even ready for some shit like that well when the female brain automatically goes i get killed i get raped right i get stabbed i get robbed a lot of times so even with all that not it's not really the same i i that which is why i mean i'm not here to say you need to feel the same way i just say like we can relate on the level that we can relate to right that was my point yes the far being alert but yeah yeah you have to think you also have strength which a lot of times most women don't have against their attackers yeah and and you've been conditioned to use it so correct it's not like there's no strong women but typically to can like we condition women not to fight and shit even right. though that has been proven that the vast majority of cases where someone does not get raped is because they fought their attacker mm-hmm. and the attacker that's the last thing they were prepared for you know what i mean it was like oh shit this motherfucker you know get kidnapped they're like fight the kidnapper don't get in the car because like it's the last fucking thing that they're really prepared for uh that like because we condition society where it's just like women shouldn't fight back and shit and men are conditioned the exact opposite. Well, we supposed to fight for every little thing. You scuff my Jordans, you got to fight, nigga. You know, so um anyway, I, that's why I think that uh we could never really relate. We can just have empathy for it. Correct. We could believe people when they tell us what they're going through. And not dismiss and it. And not try to fight them online and shit. But, you know, and we, and like I said, as a black person, uh, I still have my fears and shit that, you know i can relate to certain causes even if i can't understand them on the same level that they do because i haven't gone through those things you know uh like i can understand um like being scared of like i like i relate a lot of stuff like you know like how i'm scared of the police men basically are the police when it comes to street harassment yes they are they're stronger they're they'll come in groups they lie they'll do fucked up shit they and sometimes one of them goes off and kills or rapes or touches somebody 
like shit can, is scary as fuck you mm-hmm. know and i know when i see police i'm head down walking straight uh, you know good morning officer good Same evening way women have to do right you how don't want to draw attention right how many women have had to speak to these assholes because they're just like i just i'm not the same take- way i don't really want to speak to a cop but i will because i just want them to know i'm hey i don't i don't want any problems is what i'm really trying right. to say because you won't take no for a motherfucking answer right so yeah i can't truly relate but i'm but like i said I, I do understand what your point was me too but uh yeah i don't think any dude's gonna ever truly relate just because our society's that fucked up and sexist next voicemail hi Rai. this is working for president the one who actually made the fat girl so oh yeah oh yeah i can't even play this because she gave her phone number but bricky bricky for president gave us a call y'all Woo-hoo! mm-hmm uh and i'm told people this on uh balls deep yesterday but for everybody else i'm gonna try to get a interview with her from medium talk so oh that'll be fun hopefully people enjoy that uh next voicemail hi rod hi karen my name is shay and i am a 44 year old white woman living in northwest arkansas who is now an extreme new fan of your show i heard about it through he's in the girl and I can't get enough. I've listened to every episode I can get my hands on, plus all the current ones in the last couple of weeks. Um, really dig what you're doing and what you're saying. And, you know, even some of the things that I don't completely agree on uh, interest me because you're both so intelligent and you have such a sharp, informed point of view. And I just, I love it. You're you're both really genuine, authentic people. At least that's the feeling I get. And Karen, her mm-hmm. laugh, absolutely contagious. I cannot get enough people at work completely turn around and stare at me because I'm like snorting and slobbering. <laughs> it's, a, it's a great show. And I love that it lasts as long as it does. I'm not constantly trying to find something new to listen to. I just put you on and go. Uh-huh. Um, keep up the good work. Thanks. Oh, thank, thank you, Shay. We're huge fans of Keith and him, though. Yeah, so that's dope. Thank you very uh, much, sweetie. You know, we do fuck with them, and uh, we love that show mm-hmm. and listen to religiously. And also, um, we, you know, I would like to say we're pretty authentic. Um, although, you know, Karen snuck into my house five years ago, and she won't leave. Ha, ha, ha! Oh, Shay, and i'm telling you i ain't going <laughs> yeah so um, but, yeah and, and obviously anything you don't agree with us about you're wrong that's all like you just gotta get you know it happens all the time with our audience where they'll just be wrong about some shit and you know i made a thread in our facebook group where i was just like what is it that y'all because people always say i agree with y'all on most things but not everything and then i'll say well so i was like what do y'all not agree with when y'all say stuff like that i want to know what my audience is thinking out there and it was all stuff i was comfortable being right about with them being wrong you know? <laughs> so i don't agree that gay people can get married i'm like oh well fuck you then i i'm okay with that you know i don't agree with uh and then it got out of control it's like i don't agree with jail covan i was like what does that have to do with with, with me with the show right that you should probably go to his podcast <laughs> right. and hit. disagree there right because when i disagree with jail i do it in his face ah! 
that's uh, when you know you know the friendship is real yeah I, he says some <laughs> crazy shit on the show i just be like nah that's why I, that's wrong <laughs> <laughs> he loved jl yeah but you know what i'm saying yeah like, it's it's by the end it was like i don't agree the child don't you know play the music for the whole show i'm like okay come on man <laughs> <laughs> You've been nitpicking. Like y'all, y'all don't even want. It. <laughs> I thought we was gonna have a discussion. <laughs> we not have a discussion, but thank you again, sweetie. Yeah, thank you, Shay. Uh, next voicemail. Rod and Karen. Okay. Nick Jew. It's seven forty-six this morning. I had to come back, sneak back into my car, and make a comment. Um, I'm moving stuff back into the office. School's about to start. Yay! I get to teach. No, I'm not really. I'm not ready. This Planet Herb episode, you play Raven Simone's interview. I don't like that helper, and I'm about to curse. Who does she think she is? First of all, you did not officially come out, and I really don't care. It's your choice to come out. Because just because someone decides to perform or come out or celebrate their sexuality, who are you? How are you? She speaks as if she is a 75-year-old, I don't know, white gay man, a privilege, by the way. And she says, I want to leave activism to the real gay activists. What the fuck does that mean? Mm-hmm. Girl, girl, get your life together. This is like, matter of fact, when you play something Raven Simone, play the damn Cosby Show music, because this is part of it, too. Okay? Like, the insanity, the insanity, the insanity. Was she interning with Bill Cosby? Was she? I cannot stand her. You know, when she was strong and silent, as I like to say, in the background. I was like, uh, yeah, you know, Raven, don't something her. She was gay. You know, I love her. Her girlfriend is hot. But who are you, and why do you feel that you can speak your damn mind? I, I, I just, I don't like you. And it will be. Yeah, what do you think about this, Raven? <laughs> Both of them. Like, and why would you guys play this fucking with gay people? My blood pressure's up. I already got to teach these damn kids. It's too much at 7.48 in the morning. Anyway, um, I, I just, I almost, I'm just livid. I didn't even finish my, I didn't even finish your feedback from it because I was just pissed off. By the way, what's the Sylvester song? Because that is on fleek. Um, another <laughs> comment because I have to get away from crazy gay. Um, back to back episode insane bananas, especially last night when I saw the Nick Mill Drake thing. I feel like the phone's about to cut off. More call right back. All right. So that was a lot to unpack there and I don't even know where to begin. Uh we didn't know for you get to the kids, baby. Well, well number one, we didn't know you would be listening to this at seven forty five in the morning. No. Okay. We recorded this. <laughs> at 6 p.m the night before yes so if you listen live you wouldn't be so mad you go take a bath you take a bath get some candles relax drink you some wine get you a nice little sleep in wake up in the morning feeling refreshed yes i know you listen to this shit and then go raise the kids that's on you right second of all sipping on her cup of coffee get angry yeah second of all that was tina in miami not nick jew it just sounds like they Um, do don't they and then um what was the other thing she has about the sylvester song yeah it's called uh do you want to funk so you know it's 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 pretty good it's a pretty good song yes then she called back and left two more messages so let's see where she's going with this they're all under three minutes oh they're riding here and again that shit just fucked me up oh can i come um you know and just real quick about raven she's funny because she reminds me of one of those gay people you know you were extremely conservative reserved that's fine 
But she's also one of the people that assume just because there's gay equality and you can get married, there's no other issues. There's gay homelessness. There are old people that have to go back in the closet. There are so many other issues. So she's just a fucking ass. Like, oh, my God. But let me switch over to Drake, Ryan and Karen. Oh, my God, the episode where you talked about the beef. That shit was so real. And I was watching Twitter, and our little kid was like, yo, this is fire. This is all the same. All this beef is real. And did you check it, how all these corporate organizations were getting involved with it? Hamburger Helper, you had a freaking councilman from Toronto who was funny as hell at Norm um, and some other places. And I was just thinking, like, you know, you guys are saying if Twitter and social media was around back in Tupac and Biggie's time. You know, you remember a comment Ice Cube beef? I mean, real beef. Real beef where you had to pull out motherfucking bullets. Real beef where, you know, I was on campus, we had the East-West divide, and, you know, me and my friends, we was, you know, all about the East Coast, people West Coast, like, what, what, I don't like it, what you talking about? That's beef when you had different constituents on different campuses that was ready to go to blows over who to represent. This is some internet uh, millennial beef, and it's so funny, and then when I listened to the lyrics, it was okay, but they, like you said, ether, hello, they was up here having a holy ghost moment. I'm like, oh, my God, this is so cold. Did you hear what he said? Oh, my God. And when I heard the back-to-back, um, what? And I remember you played something on your show, and uh, one of my mentees was like, yo, I'm telling you, it's, this is some good stuff. This is doing it. And I played it, and it was just mm, disappointment and regret. So mm, I'm not trying to say my shit was better than other people's shit. You know, every generation is like, oh, I'm better than you. But I'm sorry, dog. No, no, no. The only thing about your beef is we're able to get it quicker. And like you said, I don't have to wait for somebody to make a tape for me and send it from California. And then ah! I make it for somebody else. Anyway, you guys are an excellent show. I want to go ahead and give you five stars for the rest of the week. Because, oh, it's Friday. Okay, I'm so behind. Like I said, school ah! starting in two weeks. So please forgive my mind. But love you guys. Peace. Peace. Yeah, um, I don't think that the song back to back is horrible or disappointing anyway. Um, but I also just did not have these huge expectations of, of the, this quote unquote beef because I just don't think, and I, and for the record, I think it's a good thing. I just don't think these rappers are living that life Mm-mm. or feeling the pressure to like, have to, have to physically like cross all these lines like just cross all these lines anymore right you know that's like the first beef song i've heard in a long time where uh he didn't disrespect that man's woman or talk about uh you know calling her a bitch or something mm-hmm. or uh you know Pac talking oh, about yeah i fucked your bitch just right. to start a song like you know i i kind of i'm okay with this i don't know I, I get other people want more but i was i'm okay with this and i also was never really a fan of any of the beef songs where they start talking about killing each other i just never was i've always been kind of like nigga you're not gonna do that like and if you do you're gonna go to jail like correct just fucking rap you getting paid to be a rapper you know anyway hey all this ain't gonna matter because if you like if whoever you like or don't like it ain't gonna change shit Mm-mm. uh that's how i'm that's how i see the battle lines drawing up anyway next Hey, Ryder, Karen, this is not Tina. What? It absolutely was, Tina. Karen, I can see your number. Karen, you yeah. hit it right on the nail or whatever the hell. 
experience of coming out is not like everybody else's experience. Everybody else's experience. Everybody's experience is completely different. When I, you know, was in the closet, it was several years. I built up a community. I had friends. I had people. And so all of a sudden, when I talked to the homecoming with my girlfriend, they were like, whoa, wait a minute. What is she doing? Oh, my God, it's shocking. I already had the infrastructure built up. So Raven Simone, in her overly opinionated um, mindset, you know, and it's very skewed and very limited, that is not everybody else's experience. That's just like black conservatives that say, hey, I made it. You should make it. Or like people to say, pull your pants up, but I'm a racist host. I don't know. Okay, I'm out. I'm out. Uh, uh, <laughs> All right. I think Tina might um not like Raven Simone. I'm getting mm-hmm. that you getting that vibe. I'm maybe I'm reading too much into it. Might be. I'm feeling like three calls later, Tina not a big Raven Simone fan. I would say the answer to that is no. All right. Next voicemail. Hey, Rodney Karen, it's Mike from Wisdom Forty Eight. Mike. Um, first of all, I just wanted to say big, big, big congratulations on uh breaking a thousand episodes huge milestone i love you guys from a favorite podcast um uh, and you know i know you're, y'all are going to continue to do big things uh, moving forward second of all man something heavy is just you know it's been on my heart for a while and i'm glad you guys have been talking about it um i can't believe it's really been 228 days since bobby Schmurter got locked up ah! i mean like, what are we going to do in hip-hop without him, man? Because it feels like he only just got locked up about a week ago. Hey! <laughs> <laughs> I think he played the Miami, CSI Miami theme song to end that. <laughs> I'm glad you and Rod are only two niggas that care. Apparently, we we the only one counting the days, man. Because I'm not. Everybody else is uh, acting like like the the injustice done to Bobby Schmurter don't matter to y'all, mm-hmm. I guess. Yep. All right, next voicemail. Hey, Rod and Karen. It's Drew and Leslie, oh. and we just were calling because we were derelict in our. TGVWT Nation duties last week and congratulating you on your thousandth show. We were out of town in Cleveland and didn't want to um, just miss the cavalcade of accolades coming your way and just let you know how thankful we are for you guys. And I'm laughing with your cavalcade of accolades. That's good. Good use. Yeah, no, thanks. <laughs> um, yeah. Anyway, so uh, we just wanted to say thanks so much for all that you do and all of the work that you put in and all of the hours of entertainment that you've provided to us and to everyone else and for being the inspiration for us going into podcasting and being so supportive of all of us that choose to do this work as well. And just thanks and congratulations on what an amazing milestone it is. And we just love you guys. You guys are the best. A thousand more, man. Keep it up. We love you guys. Oh, thank you right back at you uh that's drew and leslie from the uh interracial drama podcast um uh, also um you know i think it's totally acceptable that you guys didn't call in because y'all was out there like marching for freedom and shit we was just you know podcasting and making these jokes right so <laughs> <laughs> you know totally uh totally fine um and uh but we do appreciate y'all calling in man yeah uh next voicemail 
Hey, Ron and Karen, this is Rayona. I am the sister and sister-in-law of Quita and Sterling from uh, the Gaming and Vincent podcast. So, Quita and Sterling, if you're listening to this, I'm sorry. I know you're probably going to tweet me later and talk about how I shouldn't be tweeting or, I mean, messaging them or something. But I'm sorry, I just had to say this. I think that it was very important and awesome that you guys said what you said about not disregarding uh, rape victims and rape in general and just talking about it for rape issues. Now, I'm for both, obviously, but I've seen a lot of times how women and girls were, I guess, belittled just because they were raped or uh, their situation is regarded because um, I guess it's some people think it's not as important as talking about um, race. I mean, race. And to me, it's kind of hard because as a black woman, uh, it's like people want you to pick between the two. They want you to pick between a race issue and uh Women, women rights, and it doesn't make sense to me because I've seen a lot of black women fighting for race, so it's like I would like to see a lot of black men fighting for, like, women cause and things like that, even though race isn't, like, a male-dominant thing, but um, it seems to be, like, a lot of black men think that it's all about them when it comes to race, even though I've seen a lot of black men, especially one of my best friends right now, He's, like, really, like, down for uh, black women getting their rights and stuff, and I think that's really cool. But I thought it was important that you guys talked about that because I wish people would just get in their head that we don't have to pick between the two. And they're they're really similar if you think about it because we both get discriminated on and we're both fighting for something that people a lot of people who are privileged think that, you know, it's not really a big deal. Like, if you're a white male, you probably don't even think about the two or care about thinking about the two. And I think I know that from experience. I dated a racist, sexist, homophobic white male. It was the most horrible experience ever. But, um, yeah, I just want to say thank you for saying that because um, it's really hard living in America, being a black female and people telling you that, one, that uh, your black people are always complaining about something, and two, that women are always complaining about something. It's just really hard. Um, but I still continue to support uh, both sides because they matter to me, and um, I hope that you continue to speak about it. And if you don't continue to speak about it, which I don't think you'll ever stop speaking about it, but if you don't, and I understand why, because it kind of gets tiring after a while when you hear people uh, always fighting back with the same things and never really having a reason for their opinion besides whether it's probably just racist or sexist. So, uh, yeah, Quita, Sterling, I'm sorry, and Monique, because she's my cousin. <laughs> I'm sorry, and I just wanted to say that. I love you guys, and I love you, Rod and Karen. And Karen, I really love the fact that every single time something funny that Rod says, you laugh. Like, you have the funny laugh that just, 
Ugh, it makes me crack up every single time. Just don't ever change. Even if people hate on you, don't ever change. Because I really, really love you. And we need more uh, female, black female podcast uh, podcast leaders like you. So, um, yeah, sorry, this is probably long, but I just wanted to say that. And bye. Have a nice show. Oh, all right. Thank, Thank you. you, sweetie. Well, obviously, we disagree with everything you said. Now, <laughs> now, nah, um, nah. Thank you for calling in. Yes, and, um, we do appreciate it because uh, we really do. I do think the whole framing of rape and race, race. Uh, as like two sides of this, like, oh, if if a black man is the one accused of raping somebody, then you just hurting the community by sending this black man to jail like i've seen people make that argument uh same thing about street harassment to which i say then the nigga needs to go to jail i don't understand to me there's not two sides of this and it's not your responsibility as a victim of something to then take care of the person who victimized you i'm sorry and to see the same people that tweet and talk about shit like why come black the black community always got to forgive somebody well you're forgetting that sometimes the aggressor in the black community is black men right and why do they have to why why should we be forgiven more than anybody else you know like when when you when you're the perpetrator of a crime you don't get to decide how the person that is is uh the victim of that crime reacts and um, and what weight or responsibility of that reaction is upon them you know uh so yeah i you know they sound just like the fucking cops to me when you know just like all lives matter people to me whenever they say shit about how bill cop they wouldn't be doing this if it wasn't a black man all i hear is them telling women to shut up mm-hmm. that's all i hear and bill Cosby victims aren't even really like mostly black women or anything but the fact that you even would throw race into the equation to defend a fucking rapist is it is really just tantamount to telling these women shut up we don't care about your story we don't care what he did to you what's first and foremost is that i respect him as a black icon therefore nothing that you say is worth hearing even though i do know that at this point it's almost unfathomable that he didn't do it i'm just gonna go ahead and go you gotta shut up and don't talk about it then because you're a racist now for bringing it up since he's a black man to which i say fuck you correct Um, that's that's patently ridiculous and you you there's never gonna be anybody that i will let hide behind race as a reason that they are that it's okay for them to be uh a fucking criminal to people like that that's i'm sorry but you you being black doesn't trump uh anything for me Mm -mm. he's a fucking rapist and i hope they find a way to put his ass in jail and i hope he dies in there i'm sorry karen you want to say something oh i was going to say uh yes sweetie as long as we're doing this show and as long as i am alive those issues will always affect me so they will be always something that i'm going to speak against and speak on and as roger say at the end of the day people who defend bill cosby are defending rape they're not defending him they're not defending um his actions you're defending rape and a lot of times at the end of the day a lot of those dudes have raped women and they don't want to be considered rapists because if you said that what bill cosby did was okay you're also saying what you did was okay and it's a it's a way to also to to it's a way to also just keep going at these women right 
you know and not looking at them as victims and this you know it's like with police brutality people do everything to not make whoever has been attacked not look like a victim you want to pull out their records you want to mm-hmm. comb their history you want to comb their background what does she wear what does she have on right. everything is her fault while giving him a pass on every single thing that he's done everything you, you would have to believe this conspiracy goes to the fucking top to the illuminati to believe this man did nothing wrong and somehow got framed for all this bullshit come, come on. on now so yeah. yeah and the other thing too man and you know it's definitely a distinction we've always had with this show and will always have is we talk about shit that people don't want to talk about sometimes and we try to talk about it in a plain way that doesn't necessarily stigmatize it and i understand if that means we won't get certain listeners or people will be like well i don't listen to this show because you know we don't we never do like a trigger warning we never do a y'all grown yeah like which you know if that means that certain people can't hear the show i understand is you know our show is definitely not for everybody correct uh, but I do want people to understand that you can talk about this shit openly and, you know, uh, and honestly without having to resort to like, um, you know, this coded language, like this shit is happening so prevalently that trying to not have a discussion about it to me seems way more harmful than discussing it. So, you know, and, and like I said, and I totally get if someone has to go somewhere else to hear oh, this me, stuff. Me too definitely not begrudging you and you know Mm-mm. go go be where you can be safe and happy but mm-hmm. you know i don't want our show to ever pull punches and you know the same way that when we talked about um the high school towns where the football team gets away routinely with rape mm-hmm. and 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 victimizing women and young girls and then the adults are complicit in covering it up for them yes, and shit like that they are like we're gonna talk about that shit because i don't like one of my main problems with a a lot of these uh comedians and shit that get mad about the idea that oh women don't you know not women but these feminists don't want us to do rape jokes and they blah 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 blah, which you know like there's a million fucking rape jokes going around anyway but the the point being like a lot of times those guys will say that shit but you listen to shows they never talk about rape in any way nope ever like with any substance like at all well the only time i hear you talk about it is in a joke so maybe that's why people are like i don't trust your angle on this like you you don't really have any commentary on it you know you have an entire podcast platform you have an entire stand-up platform you have all these ways to communicate this and then you just like nope fuck it i'm not you know i'm not gonna discuss this so yeah that's bullshit anyway we got some emails let's talk about those out of phone lines open uh sure 704-557-0186 that's 704-557-0186 uh we're phone lines and i'll read these emails bernie so black mentioned in the al jazeera article man david in brooklyn wrote it in hi rod and karen you probably already saw this but just in case you didn't the third to last paragraph of this article gives props quote unquote to your hashtag as follows sanders has since expressed his support for the black lives matter campaign in a series of comments posted on twitter after the hashtag bernie so black which criticized his stances trended nationally and made headlines other candidates have taken notice democratic frontrunner hillary clinton who skipped the netroots conference has since put out a statement and a video explaining her support for the campaign and a policy proposal on police body cameras that will not be enough but it is a start 
best regards and congratulations on your thousand episode and all the episodes before since and in the future david thanks dave thank you sweetie and that is cool man al jazeera yeah um new listener over from 12 this is uh from nate so i'm gonna start off with a confession i was a bernie sanders supporter i got mad at him with netroots and why wasn't even there just watching the live twib feeds and various netroots hashtags and such and it's basically been his supporters who ruined it for me i also have to admit that i absolutely do not like hillary clinton well that's pretty much everybody that fucks with sanders is like i just don't like hillary clinton Mm -hmm. which you know like i said i ain't arguing with Mm -mm. y'all with people that believe that I wanted Elizabeth Warren, but she isn't running. When this primary, when this preliminary crap started, I didn't know who to vote for. Then Sanders came in. I got so excited because here's the thing. I'm a cis white straight male. So the issues facing me involve student loans, low wages, you know, the kind of stuff that privileged straight white men like me only have to face. No misandry, no reverse racism. Um, we're not being targeted by murderous cops, et cetera. So Sanders does indeed seem like the perfect candidate for me thing is though you can fix all that and that doesn't stop racist cops from murdering black people Mm-mm. yeah and you know and that's the thing like being a perfect candidate to me if i was rooting for a guy that was a perfect candidate for me i started looking at where they're weak at and what i would like to see them improve on and become a better politician at because then they'll get even more votes which means my shit will definitely get served and then other people should have get served and that's what politics is it's the business yeah you know it's not it's not looking at constituencies that want to vote for you and telling them i already did enough for y'all that's never gonna get you votes Mm -mm. you're gonna make them mad and turn them off right fixing all of that doesn't do anything to deal with patriarchal white supremacy wealthier more economically stable black people are still black and as such are still targeted by racists especially cops even our president barack obama isn't safe from this he gets racist hate daily including veiled and open threats because let's be honest all the nra nuts freaking out about their guns and the nra being who they are it's because our president is not white right of course no power on this earth can make me vote republican every republican ever can go fuck themselves sideways into the sea (laughs) yeah that's the other thing like a lot of those bernie supporters kept putting this like well who you gonna vote for huh you gonna vote republican it's like well who would you vote for if bernie dropped out right are you gonna vote republican so then shut up right and i I had the same argument against your candidate that you would have for your candidate then if that's if that's all it comes down to right and you have people to go fuck it i won't vote that is all why people act like that's not an option for people too to be like i'm not going to the polls right but as much as i want the banks punished as much as i want student loans dealt with as much as i want higher wages as much as i want citizens united completely overturned and money removed from politics if that's hillary clinton i mean then the first candidate to face this patriarchal white supremacy and to prove that they will do something about it gets my vote if that's hillary clinton then so be it yeah if it's yeah that's i'm like that's the thing i'm not really gung-ho for anybody right now no nobody actually is way too- out and say that's the person yeah and it's way too early for all that shit yes and, it is and honestly like if if that's who it is that's who it is i don't really care who it is i want the issue served and mm-hmm. you know um and if you know and if, if bernie's gonna punish the banks and shit then he just gotta also talk about racism too and he has been so i don't understand why anything i said was wrong i'm so happy to be listening i've been listening to it for about a year it shouldn't have taken this long to get to y'all but here i am better late than never 
i would like to subscribe but a money's tight as hell b y'all use paypal and paypal has me banned since 2006 but refuse to tell me why you're a terrorist do (laughs) y'all do y'all use patreon no we don't sorry for the length of this and i know y'all already know all this i just wanted to rant about it i thought you might appreciate the comment from an ex-supporter of bernie sanders what were what with all the crap from his toxic as hell supporters everyone's been getting Oh, yeah i like i said there's a ton of supporters from sanders that have been cool as fuck mm-hmm. like it's just uh way more that aren't you know not i don't know what y'all can really even do about it you know but um there's something else i was gonna say that you oh wanna, yeah we also oh, go ahead karen i was about to say we're also trying to get an alternative to paypal but that's that's been something else yeah um uh, also um as far as twib um listen to twib i can understand listening to twib and not listening to us i don't think we had the same as that kind of show and right you know we don't necessarily like talk about politics all the time mm-hmm. and we're definitely not uh you know they they i think they've cultivated a different kind of show than we have and, and right. vice versa on purpose so not even uh not even upset at all uh all right next voicemail let's see uh misha wrote in misha karen and rod i just wanted to say thank you for your great program and for the work you put in on twitter you help me get through the workday and make me think and laugh much too loud at my office something you talked about uh it was a twitter status of mine that said oh so sandra bland had weed in her system weed has gone from making trayvon aggressive mike brown strong and her suicidal what's the that's their story so she says uh omisha i don't know if that's he or she no i don't want to assume but uh reminded me of an exchange from a play by moliere or moliere i don't know i've never heard of him uh poor sinak that's a spelling word Ooh, poor cognac i am so astonished that it is that in this province the forms of justice should not be observed and sprigani says yes as i have already told you they begin by hanging a man and then try him afterwards keep doing what you do and please please can we get a michael eric dyson guest appearance on them thrones thanks again for your awesome podcast a white liberal i don't know if michael eric dyson listens to our show right (laughs) Uh, i would love to have him on talk about um so game of thrones although i do have to admit i don't know if i could understand and keep up with him because he is so verbose it, it wouldn't even matter yeah i just feel like i would just be going uh okay mike yeah. you know a lot of a lot of okay brother dyson uh if you think that's what's happening I, i'll have to read a dictionary and figure out what that's what you <laughs> use a thesaurus and then she attached a picture uh or he or she attached a picture tell the west Rossi whore she has until tomorrow and then instead of khaleesi saying uh draconis it's acrimonious dirge ah <laughs> yeah <laughs> did the dragons burning up that the slave master dude um all right uh next one on nikki's point this is from rob hey you two angry black rob again just listen to the episode where you talk about racism in the music industry although i'm not a fan of nikki she has a point i just wanted to add one thing to it we need to be accepting of all body types i know that the white norm is going to be okay and celebrated but nikki's point set up a binary even in some of her comments she suggests that it was either the european slender or the other think in the right spots 
there is always a hierarchy and while black bodies are below white ones in culture that binary makes it so if you aren't the ideal for one or the other you aren't as valuable for example a bigger woman who carries her weight in the stomach versus if she had a gynoid body shape and was curvy and held her weight in her breast and ass nikki probably didn't mean it that way but that's how it came out uh i will say i don't think she meant it that way and i don't even think it came out that way um but then again maybe it's just something i'm sensitive to because i live with a writer who's always talking about this type of thing maybe uh this email went on way longer than i thought i wanted it to love the show yeah i'm i don't think nikki meant it that way i think she was speaking for all other body types and she i think when she used other she actually meant white yeah. In that in that sentence when she said when the other girls do it they get except hold on we got a call coming yo you're on with the black out tips hey ryan karen this is terrell how y'all doing what up hey, terrell how, how you doing i'm good wait a minute um i'm calling for a couple of reasons one oh happy 1000 thank you thank you sweetie and uh Actually, I forgot the second reason, but that doesn't matter. The main <laughs> reason was because I tried to, I tried to leave a comment on the show, on the episode mm-hmm. when Karen was talking about them sharks being in their own environment and people um, being in their way. Have y'all heard that caller that called the radio show about the deer crossing? Yes, I have. It reminded me of that. Yeah, where the first thing popped in my mind. I tried. I don't know if you're, I don't know if you blocked Link from your site now that you got that you famous and all. No, nah, uh, I haven't. I try to, to put it on the site, but it might just be my computer chip thing. Oh, uh, nah. <laughs> now you I'm can still put links. Oh, okay. Well, I, hopefully everybody's seen it. If not, I'll put it in the, um, in the uh, Facebook thread because it's funny. Y'all have to listen. Y'all have to hear it, everybody that's out there. <laughs> or just Google Dear Lady or Dear Crossing Lady, and it'll be the pop, first thing that pops up. But that lady was mad because people – because uh, the deer were crossing in busy places. Just yes. like people getting mad because ah! the sharks biting folk for coming to the water. I mean, right. really. Can we, that dude was like, can we just like get the sharks out of the water? Like, what are you talking about? Right, this shit makes right. no sense. Get your human ass out of the water and back on land where you belong. <laughs> right, you don't have gills. Go build a swimming pool with your intelligent human brains and skills and tools. Exactly. Uh-huh. Anyway. Well, the other thing was about body types, but I totally forgot what it was. It was we were talking about Nikki just, and body types. Yeah. I know, but it, it clearly, as soon as right after the phone, I was like, oh, well, there goes that phone. Oh. <laughs> My bad, Terrilyn. Age, age, you know. Anyway, <laughs> um, congratulations on y'all shows. Thank and, you. And uh, love y'all. You too. And I will holler at y'all later. All, All right, right, Terrilyn. Peace. Peace. She the best. We always get to see her whenever we see um, Nick, Nick Jewel and Leonard. Yeah, um, yeah, and uh, but yeah, I, I do feel like uh, there's some underlying shit with Nikki that I can see why people would take it that way because how she's changed her body to fit a certain mold, and then the assumption is, well, she must be only sticking up for women that look like her. But if you think about it, there aren't a lot of women that look like Nicki Minaj. Period. I think that's the truth. So I think when she says "other" in that situation, where she's referring to all the women that get it nominated to look, you know, the fit the white beauty standard, I think she's saying that that's the other in that in that exact sentence that she wrote. I forget the exact sentence, but that was the other in my opinion. But um. You know, and I think also like 
she was advocating for heavier women and shit too at some point so uh you know the authentic the authenticity of her like body and shit i can see people having an issue with that but i just Mm -hmm. don't think it comes into play with what she was saying at the time i'll put it that way um please take a piece out of this losers behind says samantha oh rod and karen rod and karen rod and karen first of all i'm a huge fan you guys have me dying laughing all the time and i think your rant on bernie sanders fans was a thing of beauty that will last forever especially love karen's little whispered side comments oh my god i love Ah. it i love it i love it i think every black person and white person should listen to you at least twice a day you have so much sense i thought i was alone in the world of common sense until i discovered you i'm coming to you now because you only you can help my friend and i stumbled upon this lost child of god tonight and we can't even sleep after listening to his garbage honestly he takes uncle tom to another level he actually encourages white people because that's the only group i could imagine stomaching his vomit induced rhetoric to go into the street and start calling black women bitches he actually says this and is the father of a daughter which just makes me weep for children everywhere you are the king and queen of rants please for the love of all that is holy unleash your powers on this human refuse prepare to lose your appetite backing out the door slowly love y'all samantha chamley what kind of power she think we have yeah uh let me see who is this tnn raw oh it's tommy sotomayor um and it's 22 minutes no i'm not playing it i don't even know who that is yeah sorry don't uh not playing it and i don't even know the context of all that shit uh but uh yeah that that if you really love us please do not send us stuff that's just gonna troll us into being upset because i don't want to be upset ah you don't want me to be upset Mm -hmm. nobody wants to be upset i'm sorry y'all couldn't sleep that night i'm sorry uh all right we got um uh email from the pisces life hey y'all send a little feedback your way from uh leticia and kai um all right let's see what this is it's audio feedback the pisces life the pisces life the pisces life the pisces life hold on they got production on this and shit (laughs) what the pisces life all right so welcome to a very special congratulations from i am just leticia and kai love We are from the Pisces Life Podcast, and we wanted to say congratulations to Rod and Karen on your 1,000-plus-now episodes of The Black Guy Who Tips. I mean, for real, though, y'all, like, what are y'all doing? Why y'all setting the standard and the bar so high? We (laughs) over here struggling with our little 80 episodes, and y'all all all had a 1,000 showing out stuff. That just means we got some more work to do, that's all. For certain. Thank you so much for your contribution to podcasting as well as to just my general entertainment because y'all are hilarious. Uh, Absolutely mm-hmm. hilarious. Boy, that Twitter live feed be having me going too. <laughs> for sure. For sure. So, happy 1,000 plus and we hope to see 1,000 more. Absolutely enjoy you guys bye bye thanks ladies thank you that was nice man we appreciate y'all man we do and uh 
like I said, it got production and instrumentals and everything. I know. Joint. Drop a bomb on the next one. Uh, <laughs> 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 and then last email. Uh, and also, you know, like, uh, at one point we had 80. You know, that's everybody, you mm-hmm. know, so gotta start somewhere and uh i'm just more be honest i'm not really even that worried about how many episodes we have i just want them all to be good you know yeah so that's the key if we were doing one episode a week which we used to yep i would just be stressed that i want that one episode to be be the best day we could do that week you know so that's what really matters uh how do you choose this is from uh brie I tried posting this on the website, but it wouldn't post. Maybe I'm wrong, but I just want to understand from the point of view of someone who has voted in many elections and this next one only being my second, how do you choose who you vote for? Karen, you made the comment that you won't be voting for Bernie because of how his irate and irrational supporters have acted in the past two weeks. But with 11 months until the Democratic convention and 16 until general elections, isn't it too early to rule any candidate out? On me directly? That's she didn't it, say it, me. It, it 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 probably is, but as far as I'm concerned, unless he he got to do something magnificent for me to change my vote, mm-hmm. um, because I think for me, just the disrespect of that base was just a complete turnoff, just the harassment of these people that are supposed to be your allies that we're supposed to be on the same page and you're supposed to be understanding and all you do is show your ass and let people know that i'm white and i'm gonna let you know i'm white and your black issues don't matter to me and you should vote for whoever i tell you to vote for i i am smart enough black people are smart enough black people are intelligent enough to make their own decisions and come up, come up with their own conclusions on their own. And I feel like that for me personally, it was a complete turn off. Yeah. Uh, it might be, um, later on, who knows who, who's going to be there. Cause Barack Obama literally came out of nowhere. So you don't know who might throw their hat in the ring, who might come out of nowhere. But as of, as I'm talking to you right now, he gets no vote from me. Um, because for me personally, it just turned me off. So fuck him. Yeah, and uh, I don't think it's ever too early to rule somebody out. Um, I rule out Donald Trump today. You know what I mean? So it just, uh, I just think it's uh, it's just people that um, people that you might not want to vote for or with. I mean, that being said, uh, I personally feel like if a candidate comes around on certain things i I, like i haven't ruled out bernie and i've actually been the one that's been getting harassed the most and i and i still say i'm glad to see his uh platform changing every day well that's good um he's getting better every day and that's good so i don't have an issue with the dude i think his followers are really more the problem but Mm. that's that's not something he can control um and honestly i feel like there's so much time i'm just not stressed about it there for some reason they're really desperate and stressed about it which is really uh really says a lot about what they think of his campaign and his chances to win but correct but that ain't on me so you know whatever yeah like i said and maybe i'm taking it personal I, well you know what i am taking it personal and yes i am petty you harass the fuck out of my husband you will not get my motherfucking vote fuck you all right um 
and she says i don't remember if it was episode 1003 or 1002 rod said that sanders and his team have started to change their campaign and include platform for black lives matter as well as the other candidates i feel like it may be a disservice to rule bernie out so early because of his supporters to me it would be like hating beyonce because her fans attack everyone who does the slightest shade there's still time for bernie to prove his worth and that goes to, for all the candidates love every episode and i appreciate your answers brie uh nah brie i i like i said i do i do understand and i kind of go back and forth on it because i get angry but because i am being trolled so it's not mm-hmm. necessarily something where i want to be um you know i'm not jesus like if you keep fucking with me eventually i will be like fuck you everything you stand for i really don't feel like dealing with this shit um that's but that's human and i feel like if you were being harassed you would probably have a different you would kind of see the other side of this where you're like oh these people are just fucking really assholes about this and correct you know for example let me allow y'all to see some of the other side since um you guys haven't you know let's just go through this one example this is yesterday right because there's a lot of shit that we don't even share with y'all so this dude bart writes me and i remember his twitter handle like bmote something on twitter and he was a guy that i had blocked at one point because he was being really obtuse about race and this bernie sanders shit and he was tweeting me every five fucking minutes and i was like okay i gotta block him and then he begged on the tbgwt feed like hey man you please unblock me man it was just a misunderstanding and i unblocked him like like fuck it maybe i just had caught him up with a bunch of other people or something you know who knows he, he had a squirrel avatar too i remember that them animals so he wrote in so rod i appreciate what you did on twitter for with sanders oh by the way the title of this email meanwhile in real racist world okay what the fuck that mean i've been living in fake racist world for these 36 years of blackness i appreciate what you did on twitter with sanders but while black twitter was beefing with white progressives for their flaws here's what the real crazy races are up to so i apparently um have been you know controlling black twitter and and they're beefing with white progressives for their quote-unquote flaws flaws that i would call racism by the way (laughs) uh real racism because it actually affects me and uh but apparently the real crazy races are on this message board where there's a thread about ta-nehisi coates and you know he wrote this article this book about race and he linked me to where someone found his um and i couldn't even i don't even know what i'm supposed to read because it's just right. a page on make, the thing and it, don't make no sense. it doesn't highlight any of what was said about him mm-hmm. he wanted it's 14 pages long he wanted me to go and like find the part that was about him which is not at the part he linked me to like i had to scroll down to find it so i just see that it's a racist mason's board that is only about talking shit about black people and i'm like yeah i'm not i don't want to read this right and he says keep up the good work but honestly let's make common cause against the real bad guys peace bart who is the real bad guys not well it's obviously not sanders supporters i mean sure they've been saying racist shit to me for a week but they're not the real bad guys the only real bad guys are the people like this on this forum now why the fuck would a white supremacist forum listen to my black ass correct to like they're gonna 
like i'm gonna be the negro that gets through to them or i'm or am i supposed to run and get the legion of black twitter and all of you guys being the brainwashed sheep that you guys are are supposed to just do whatever the fuck i tell you stop what you're doing and go on this website right Mm-mm. that doesn't seem right at all that seems kind of condescending and kind of like you're trying to tell me what to do and kind of like you're trying to act like everything i've been saying for the last couple of weeks is just all bullshit and it's not the real it's not really what's important and there's this false ultimatum of like you can either talk about this real racism or you could keep getting upset with white progressives choices on you so of course i replied man fuck you this is some condescending bullshit never email us again now to me that should be the end of our conversation all right i you sent me some bullshit i called you out on your on your bullshit where you wanted me to go fight some battle for you that i don't want to do and then you frame it like i also was not discussing real racism which every fucking day of this show we do mm-hmm. um no you can get the fuck out i don't care about your personal life in this motherfucking email or, or your your his amazon book review that these white supremacists are latched on to i don't give a fuck about that sorry i got real life shit i'm worried about here but of course i'm supposed to stop what i'm doing because the white man needs some help right now so he replies back sorry that also should have been the end of it i didn't reply to that because i was like cool you got it you fucked up the end i didn't say anything else he replies to himself sometimes tone is hard to get in emails did not mean to be condescending in the slightest so now i'm like this nigga ain't gonna stop so i only replied back with two things one i said don't email me again two your tone conveyed exactly what you meant right it was exactly the way like it was no misunderstanding here the real bad guys meanwhile in real racist world get the fuck out of here man i know exactly what you meant i can't you don't want me the same thing all these guys have been saying to me for over a week now you don't want me to talk about any progressive issues on race because progressive white liberals are better than just overtly racist conservatives so therefore i can't say shit right and there's no way in the world that i could be white and be a liberal and also goddamn racist there's no way in the world i could be uncomfortable when they talk about black lives matter and i'm looking at like why these niggas won't shut up and why we talk there's no way in the world i can let my white privilege shine and then get offended when i'm called out on it right meanwhile i've had this conversation ad nauseum so Bree, the last person that emailed in this is what i'm going through and this is why it's tainting my view of this politician and i'm sorry if you don't understand the emotional part of it but there's an emotional component to me as because i'm a human being that is like yo man fuck everything about this i don't want anything to do with this guy right like this is what i have to hear every goddamn day like there's part of me that just you know we'll see if cooler heads prevail but i can't help it and if it was happening mm-hmm. to you i feel like you probably would, would be able to relate to what i'm talking about not on my you know? end Mm-mm. um all right so then he says and this is exactly where i knew it was going better a perfect enemy than an imperfect friend i guess best of luck man so as always hey man i beat you but what about when you get out there with them other men they really gonna beat you you think i beat you i don't, I don't even beat you that bad right that's so that's your fucking okay all right an imperfect friend you think that's what it's about it's just a lack of perfection get better man 
get better like who are these people this this is the nice guy right the oh so you want a thug it's like no i just want to be respected right i there actually are better i don't know what where people understand i don't know if people understand bernie sanders isn't the only person in the world running for president no he is not he's not the only choice so yeah i would rather not vote for him if i feel like he can't get this shit right or if i feel like someone's better at this than him there you go so then i reply back to that fuck you i can't wait to vote for hillary or anyone other than sanders because of assholes like you i'd rather deal with the kkk as president before giving you any support that was mostly because i was mad uh then (laughs) he said i am also voting for hillary and i already gave her money i think sanders is a joke as a presidential candidate where does this come from man uh why the fuck a why the fuck are we having these conversations i asked him to stop emailing me but listen where did this come from man is a clear indication of either he never listens to the podcast or he's just trolling me on some like look man i'm just why would you even think it was about bernie sanders why would you even think like now keep in mind from our twitter interaction this dude was all up in my mentions about some bernie sanders yeah that's why i know that he supports bernie sanders correct but uh he wanted to so badly to prove that he doesn't he sent he forwarded me a copy of an email where he voted he he uh donated to hillary clinton at some point i was like i don't care right that means shit to me that 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 don't mean anything and it comes from you being condescending is where it comes from it comes from it comes from you know all this other bullshit that started this whole change from you trying to put me on the attack of some fucking message board like i was to do your bidding right and it's not my job nor is it my responsibility to explain fucking racism to you right and if you've been listening to the show i've been saying please just leave me alone about this so right there you already disrespected me completely and my wishes and it's just like no 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 come come get some of this racism man please fight with me fight for me basically so then i said it comes from you implying that somehow we at our black ass podcast that covers racism in all its insidious forms are letting racists off the hook by acknowledging progressive white people can have racism too fuck you right he says i'm guessing you have had to put up with a lot of this shit recently so this must be where this is coming from so i'm sorry i just wanted to show you that super crazy races are targeting me because i wrote a nice review of ta-nehisi coates book and i hope you would be go go oh that's fucked up same team i apologize for any offense and i hope things get better for you peace now this is infuriating to me because um on the one hand um i'm supposed to say to you same team because somebody said something racist to you this is not what you were doing on my twitter feed mm-hmm. you're spending a whole week telling me how we're on the same team so stop bitching about the racism of people killing you now i know you got upset because someone said something bad about your book review um not the same as getting fucking killed in these motherfucking streets for getting pulled over for having a license plate not on the front of your car it's not the same Mm-mm. it's not the same so that that's part of it the other thing is you came to me with some shit for me to do i thought of emailing you so that you would go to this message board and say hey that's fucked up same team right but if it's the other way around if it's something for your ass to do fuck it yeah i wasn't supposed to expect anything of bernie sanders but you expect my black ass to get the work for you right because you got offended because someone didn't like your book review i get called nigger on twitter every day of my life yes you do 
so i'll pardon me this doesn't even register this is a blip this is nothing but a block like i would just block this person or not reply to this i if i respond to every racist thing said about podcast i just wouldn't do shit all day like come on man um so yeah and then he tried to pull the whole like oh this must be coming from something other than than me right you notice that where oh because you've been dealing with so much shit on twitter first of all you're part of the shit i was dealing with on twitter right i haven't forgot second of all no it's from what you said earlier in this email that i clearly explained what you did wrong and now you're like oh it can't be that no no it must be some other thing so i said if you write for a living you need to be aware that your initial what your initial email sounds like go back and reread what you wrote it was extremely condescending and assume some false ultimatum that we don't concentrate or discuss quote-unquote real racism because we go after quote-unquote fake racist and it implies twitter black twitter went after bernie sanders which is a complete misrepresentation of the facts so i'm not inclined to read anything you wrote if you can't even get that right right then he said i see what you mean i wrote in haste i just write for fun can't make a living of it i don't know about going after sanders per se but i know that i got called a racist on twitter keep in mind i never called him a racist on twitter Mm-mm. not that he isn't i never did so i don't even know what the fuck that means so because some other black person called him a racist i'm supposed to step in and take responsibility for that yep. i'm supposed to know about that i don't give a fuck so he says which is fucked up you can do better you can listen instead of speak you can try to understand our issues better you can recognize your privilege all okay you're a racist well if so what does it even mean can you be a racist and literally be employed by and work your ass off to get the first black president elected yes you fucking can it right i don't understand why your theory that if a president doesn't care about racism i should just hold my nose and vote for him wouldn't work the exact opposite way where just because a president is black many white liberals that were racist still held their nose and voted for obama and then went well better him than romney correct so yeah it does not preclude you from being racist and anybody that has operated around any black people in a liberal space would easily be able to be like oh oh yeah that was racist what happened to you if you knew any black people that trusted you enough to tell you if obama's mom was still alive and on twitter would she be like guys i'm not racist i literally am barack's mom shut up racist white progressive i mean I am working to see it from your perspective, but try to see it from mine a little too. Just so much dumbness in that situation. Mm-hmm. Um, first of all, Obama mama could be racist. I don't know her. He said his grandma was. So I don't actually know. Um, second of all, if she was on, if she was on Twitter saying stupid racist shit, like you and many other Bernie Sanders supporters were, yeah somebody might say you're stupid and racist Mm -hmm. it's pretty simple there's a lot of liberal white people that i follow and interact with on twitter that didn't get called not nan name for the last two weeks not one i wonder why what were were they doing different than your squirrel ass avatar what were they doing different huh i don't know it must be mm, must have had them on mute must not have been able to see their tweets and he said here's some pictures of a beautiful black vanda as a peace offering i don't even know what a black vanda is and i didn't even click it uh like is it a dog or some shit what is i have no fucking idea yeah uh 
Goddamn it's a flower okay so he sent me pictures of a flower and i just replied you probably are a racist and then he said okay what is a racist so i didn't i didn't reply to that right um then he says and regarding your tweet you blocked me but then unblocked me you never called me a racist i never said i did but you probably are he said thought you were one of the good guys man promoted your podcast to others told them to follow you i'm sorry i offended you but you're really being an asshole so now i'm the asshole right and so i said i asked you not to email me again but you kept pushing right he says i responded to apologize and to explain where i was coming from there's a website of white supremacists who are using my real name targeting me because i had the audacity to write a positive review on tnc's book here's the thing he uses his real name on all his social media so to imply like oh they using my real name ain't shit you told them your real name yes you did your real name is your twitter handle your website your fucking email your everything about you is your real name somehow you want me to feel sympathy that these motherfuckers got a hold of the name that you put out there what kind of shit is this so i write, why is that my job and my responsibility right so i write to you in a rush yes maybe with the wrong tone yes but to try to get some common cause to get some common cause <sighs> that's another reason i don't fuck with this ally shit if you're just doing this so that i can reciprocate um for some shit for you that's not what i believe in and it's it's why i don't call myself an ally to any fucking thing Mm -mm. i either believe in the right and wrong of a situation or i don't correct but i'm not sitting around waiting to cash in some credit someday that's one thing you never have to worry about is me coming to you like sisters y'all know i love black women remember the last time remember when i talked about so-and-so that what i need y'all to do is reach in y'all purse and hook a brother up like get the fuck out of here if you don't believe it's right and wrong then don't say shit it's that easy you can just as easily not say shit anyway i didn't want to beg for your help i wanted you to see it and go man that's fucked up and maybe mobilize some of the good guys to my side so it was some work for me to do from right now he admits it was some work for me to do it was for me keep in mind i have been telling these motherfuckers from day one i am not some black twitter leader i'm not out here galvanizing the troops i'm not an activist nope i'm just a dude with an opinion in a podcast i don't tell anybody what to do Mm-mm. when i when we're on our podcast i don't go hey guys hey on tuesday we're all gonna tweet at Tanahasi coast that he has a problem that he needs to address i don't do that kind of shit it's not that's not what i want to do with my life because then you spend the rest of your life with people just telling you some more shit they want you to do correct it's already happening from the last week by the way where people are emailing me hey can you have this person on your podcast they want to talk about this cause have you listened to the show that's not what we really do no it's not and i don't want to have you on here and then fuck up your reputation because you're gonna be on the same show that made jokes about bill cosby three minutes later come on or now. some shit just like it's okay for people to stay in their lanes i'm comfortable in my lane yes i'm fine with that um the limitations of it and uh the power of it anyway um so yeah he wanted me to go get the good guys on his side or as i like to say the good ones mm-hmm we all supposed to go log on to a white supremacist message board, y'all. Mm-hmm. All of y'all, the blacks. Mm-hmm. Y'all supposed to go log on to a, because 
he got trolled about his book review Mm-mm. we supposed to stop what we're doing in the middle of the day and go fight the white supremacists on the message board that's what the fuck he thinks is a good use of my time Mm-mm. like i haven't been on the internet my whole life and known about some racism and message boards and being like yeah that shit is like trying to fight the waves come on now racism on racism bruh uh anyway uh he says but instead you made me out to be a racist to the world oh you did a good job of that yourself so basically the white supremacists are mad at me because i like ta-nehisi Coates book and you and your followers my followers now my followers are mad at me for writing you an email imagine you're me what would you be thinking apart from this is a bad day and then he puts a quote to uh to him on the website using his real name uh saying the timeliness of this book cannot be denied either the mass murder of south carolina churchgoer by a racist madman has finally punctured america's indifference to the threats faced by black americans on a daily basis and then of course this racist person said something bad about him he said naggers kill how many each day downvote this clown shit lib and also report his review for racism so they just trolled his review which is so important i'm supposed to go mobilize black twitter guys you know my followers and get you guys on the case Mm-mm. to for his amazon review right we're talking about people getting killed by the police and police getting away with the scot-free this nigga mad about an amazon review come on now the privilege in this shit is fucking infuriating to even think i would give less than a fuck he said so at this time i started screenshotting these emails and putting them on my twitter like look at this shit like, this is crazy what's wrong with these supporters so he says i don't mobilize people i said i don't mobilize people anymore anything i don't mobilize people to do anything for anyone you say you listen to our podcast but you haven't learned shit i'm not your slave and i'm not someone who rallies black twitter on command right he says i never said that you would i didn't even ask i just expressed my hope because i thought you were a good guy so now he's framing it like i'm a bad guy if i don't do that right why do you hate fuck why the fuck do you hate me so much jesus so i hated you right and he he's like i didn't i didn't ask i just i just hoped that you would and assumed that you you actually didn't say you hoped that you would you say Mm -hmm. you thought that i would right yeah because like i can read these other emails that you sent you know you said what you wanted me to do and then you framed it as good and bad so that if i didn't do it i'm being bad then he says why the fuck do you hate me so much jesus and i said it was a stupid thing to even hope for i hate you because you're annoying he said fine done please delete the images with my name from those tweets or redact them please delete the retweets i will not bother you again and that was on because i had put it on twitter the some of the pictures of the emails Mm -hmm. screenshots and i said so now you get to harass me and i'm supposed to just do what you say to end it right like right when you told him i asked you not to email me 15 posts to go to just leave you alone you kept harassing me and now i'm supposed to be like well he looks bad now so he wants to stop then he says i'm asking you as a courtesy i emailed you privately but you made it public he sent this to our to our the blackout tips email by the way mm-hmm. which we read all these emails on the show yes we do he didn't at no point did he express any expectation or want for privacy and he wanted us to very publicly go out and recruit people to fight for his cause on this message board come on now. that would have been fine right so privately but now it's private because i didn't go the way he wanted to go 
says so i'm asking you to remove it from the public space obviously my request has no force to compel you and i said all these emails are public this is our podcast account you made no such demand of privacy until i called your ass out and you didn't want it to be private when you hoped i'd do your bidding with the quote-unquote real racist right fuck out of here he says okay uh you can do what you want a courtesy heads up and he sent me a link to them talking about me on the message board it says bart tried to get this nagger podcaster to go after us and it backfired spectacularly and they're tweet they're looking at my twitter handle mm-hmm. uh so he's trying to be like look they see that you're talking bad about me and and the, now that th- these white supremacists on this message board are, are laughing at me he said what's not you, my problem then he says what you did was not right i didn't do anything to you and you really fucked me over for entertainment value and i replied why are you still harassing me you piece of shit <laughs> then he says why the fuck are you still blowing me up on twitter you're an asshole and a coward i said bye bart you racist piece of shit and then i figured out how to finally mute him on gmail which i would have done a long time ago didn't know it was an option oh i didn't know you can mute this didn't know how to do it i thought i would just be able to click on his name and say can you make this nigga stop sending me shit and uh apparently uh you cannot do that but you can set up a filter to delete any emails from this person right away and that's exactly what the fuck i did good because um i don't deserve this aggravation so back to what we were saying brie i might not vote for bernie sanders because of shit like this because no hillary clinton supporter wrote me some and harassed me and this is just one person that you got to see privy to i've had literally had this conversation hundreds of times on twitter by now right hundreds i'm not exaggerating hundreds right so i personally am fed up it's a little bit different so while it's okay you guys keep an open mind vote for who the fuck you want to vote and hopefully i'll be back to that place some point soon too but what i'm not gonna do is lie to y'all and be like yep go bernie because i actually don't feel like that right now Mm-mm. feel like i got harassed and been harassed and continue to be harassed every day i get logged i log into twitter so or even our, my own email account apparently i get harassed if we're going to the site email i i don't feel like i have to be above it all right and that dude was an asshole and he was wrong man and i don't have any fucking sympathy or remorse for that and then he emailed chris afterwards like to go talk to me like chris. this like the fucking entitlement on this dude. yeah like he could not possibly just go i'm wrong i fucked up you know let what? me fall back i bet you the thing may have told him he was muted i don't know what told him i don't okay. know you know i blocked him on twitter obviously but you know <laughs> As far as i'm concerned he's one step below a fucking white supremacist anyway matter and i mean below white supremacists just come out and be like i hate these niggers at least you know where they stand and i can just go okay you you right t- you you want common cause when it's convenient for you and no other fucking time right when it's some shit you gotta do you ain't got shit to say so common cause these nigga see y'all tomorrow with my man mike brown yes. half of the comedy outliers you guys might remember him from the raheem devon ball alert uh peppermint soap <laughs> and uh, uh everybody else we'll uh talk to y'all then tomorrow 10 a.m uh hopefully we get to see mission impossible tonight until then i love you i love you too Mwah. Mwah.